The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum, assemble. You're listening to Fantastic Forum, your premier comic book show and your live weekly conversation about geek culture and entertainment industry. Welcome. You have the usual suspects in the building. Uh, I, I guess I technically should say that I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, because I do, and I want you to know that. But I also want you to know that you have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the Cal. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. We'll figure out the intros one day. One day. I agree. I agree. Next, he's our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, we have the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Form, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? As for myself, I'm Lawrence Young. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Fantastic Form. We got a great show for you today. Uh, we are going to be talking to you all about DC's fandom. Or I guess it's just DC fandom. But that happened this past weekend. That was this past weekend, right? Time's yeah. all weird now. Yeah, it's all just one big day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so we'll be talking to you about DC's or DC fandom. We'll be bringing you a heavy metal minute. We'll also be talking to you all about Infinity Train, uh, Hotel, the comic series one through four, and uh, talking to you all about Star Trek Lower Decks. And of course, whatever else it is you all want to talk about. So please feel free to jump in to participate and whatnot. Uh, before we do all that, though, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, this show would not exist. So thank you, Scott Rubin. We appreciate you, good sir. Uh, if you want to get down with Fantastic Forum, 
We do. Well, the lady will tell you how. Oh, there it goes. Listen, here's how you do it. Bam. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at Fantastic Forum. Join the party. You know you want to. She she got like a little frog in her voice at the end. <laughs> it happens. Well, she had to do a second take because she messed it up the first time. Ah, got it. She's like Fantastic Forum dot <laughs> So makes sense. So yeah, go to Fantastic Forum dot live. That's how you can go ahead and jump into chat. Uh, you know, or you can click the link, jump into the studio. We'll take you that way as well. Whatever works. We want you to participate in whatever way you feel you feel happy, safe, fit. So let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Hecked in chat says, I don't think you hope I had a good day. It's No, I definitely hope that I hope that everyone that's listening had a good day, but heck specifically, like I, you know, when I, when I say, I hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, and you know, no matter where you are in the world, in my mind, who I'm thinking about is heck. Because, you know, heck has weird days. Heck's all we think about <laughs> all day. All day. I think about heck. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old school reference. People like, most of the people on the that listen to the show are going to be like, I don't understand why he would say that. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know yeah. Larry was a corn okay. fan. <laughs> Wait, you didn't know I was a what, Mo? Corn fang. A corn fang? Fan. Oh, a corn fan. Really? Corn? Did corn make a, a version of that song? Yeah. Oh, freaking. And then, yes. That's why. Really good. Their version's good? Yeah. Okay. Because it's not a cover or anything, is it? The corn one? All Day I Think About Sex? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. It's a rap song first. But you know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know. I was asking because I didn't know. So. That, that's, listen, that's okay. I just was like, you know, I know you... I know you and your family don't really think of rap as good music, so or as music at oh, all. So because it, maybe it's an original song with the same chorus. It could be. I don't know. I haven't heard the corn version. Have you heard it, Jay? Yeah. Is it, it a it, cover? I believe it did come out after. Yeah. No, no, it definitely yeah. came out after. But is it a cover or is it like an original song? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I I heard. I I I can't think of the last time I heard the original version. I've never heard the corn version, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, like I'm I'm having trouble recalling the original version. Yeah, it, that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. But hell so the listen, corn version was like fucking twenty some odd years ago. Right. Like over twenty years ago. Yeah. Listen. So. Let's let's not even talk about how old the original is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we that's we got a lot. Listen, I, it 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 is definitely a song that's before my time, but you know, I'm I'm a bit of a hip hop historian, so yes. Anyway, we got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. Let's talk about DC fandom. Uh. Like I, like I mentioned before, if you're listening 
you're watching, you have something to add because, you know, a lot of us have heard news out of DC Fando and I'm, I'm sure a lot of you have opinions on some of the things you saw or what you thought was cool. If you want to chime in, jump into the chat room, let us know there or jump into the studio and uh, I will let you in and we can all talk about it. So, gents. Um, the first thing, the first uh -huh. thing you should mention about DC Fandom is that there was no console support and even my Xbox One browser could not pick it up. <laughs> and it's just so goddamn petty of them. <laughs> like, I swear to God, it's, it's like, what the fuck is DC doing? Like, they're laying off all their people. They're pissing off their fans. They're canceling their books. Like, I don't know. It might be time to write DC off. Write DC off. Wow. That would be interesting. That would be interesting indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, there he is. The man, the myth, the legend. Hecht is in the building. What up, Hecht? Man, I'm on camera and everything. Uh, yeah, heck, listen, the you you shut down real quick, dude. You are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum in a real way. Like you might be the fourth member because I decided to be on Skype. <laughs> Look, I'm surprised, Lauren. You you're surprised that I knew the difference between yeah. you and Hecht? <laughs> oh. well, yeah. On your screen, you just see a, a Mexican on that fourth panel. I figure, okay, <laughs> how dare you? That would be hilarious. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, Oz is in the building, and it's act. Oh my god, how wrong would that be? But that stuff happens all the time, right? Didn't didn't that just happen? Like some major news outlet was talking about Usain Bolt yeah. getting COVID, and it was it was Kevin Hart, NBC, <laughs> yeah, it was CNN. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, it's like Something cats are wild. Recently on Twitter, like that. What happened? A picture, and there's like one random black dude in the picture, and this one person responds like, "Is that one of Doug's minions?" And it's like the two look nothing alike. Like it's so funny. Who who's Doug? A nostalgia critic. He has one of his people's named Malcolm. Uh huh. And the guy looks nothing like Malcolm. Just a black guy, and they're like, "Well, that's right. obviously the the black guy." Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, DC Fandom. Let's talk about that. Jay was mad salty that there was no console support because that's how Jay wanted to watch the joint. Me too. Uh, that, okay, there you go. Uh, did, it was, did anybody else, was there anyone else that was unhappy that there was no console support? Uh, that's fair. It didn't matter to me, but I found like mm -hmm. a bootleg stream on YouTube. So why Why a bootleg stream? Like, why didn't you just watch? Like if you're on YouTube, oh wait, because you you were trying to watch on your phone specifically or a tablet or something. I was on the computer, but I thought they had a thing on YouTube. Oh, got you. Like I thought it was through the DC channel on YouTube. Got it. And, and you know what? Like a bootleg stream. That's fair. That's fair. And that's the same thing that Jay said. Like Jay was like, "Oh, it's through the the DC YouTube channel, right?" And I'm like, "No, no, they have like their own site they set up just for this." Uh, you know, which typically so people can't get console support. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're like, so you don't get console support. But if you can, you can get YouTube. Yeah. You can get you can get YouTube on your console, and I'm sure that you could probably watch it that way. Which it, none of us knew. But if these motherfuckers would just use Streamyard, 
<laughs> Twitch, Periscope, Facebook Live, YouTube, all at yeah. once. You can't. Right. Like, you actively have to try to not watch it. There it <laughs> the is. The YouTube Twitter stream. Like, the damn Twitter stream worked on my console. So they did that. So right. They actually went out of their way to disable the, the video. video I think you're right. I think you're right. Like, they for example. Any of my tweets, I was live, live tweeting, like, the first two panels. Yeah. Like two or three panels, I was live tweeting. They didn't get to any of my tweets. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I think DC's got it in for me. They look, Jim Lee's had it in for you for a long time, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, that's that guy. Right. He <laughs> always is talking about I hold my hand like this because I want to draw. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, like, when we, I walk up to him and say hi, he just looks at me like. <laughs> there it is. So, Oz, obviously, you're, you're, well, I was going to say you're the biggest DC fan here, but Hex here now, so I don't know. <laughs> but what, what, were, you, what were your thoughts? Fat joke, too? Dang. See, I wasn't calling y'all fat. I was saying y'all are enthusiastic about DC. If you want to take it like that, that's all you Hey, look, heck, heck took off his camera. He's like, I, I won't, I won't stand here for these fat jokes. No. <laughs> How dare you? How dare I'm you? Here as a guest, you disrespect me. <laughs> That's Oz, man. That's Oz. Oz, what, what were your thoughts on DC Fandom? Did you get first of all? Did you watch any of it? No. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so perfect. I was studying in solidarity with my comrades over there that with no console support. Got it. He was like, no, he was like, I I, we're making a political statement. Yeah, not how you said comrades. <laughs> What'd you say, Hecht? I guess we know who the bigger DC guy is now. Oh, well, there it is. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I did note he did say comrades. Right. No, right. Thank you, Hecht. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's still making fat jokes. <laughs> oh. So, so Hecht, as as our new biggest Fantastic Forum DC fan, <laughs> what what did you think of DC fandom? Um, what I saw, I liked. It felt it felt like a Comic Con kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it felt like a like a E three too, where they just had pre pre made mm-hmm. videos. Mm-hmm. And then there was a lot of stuff. I did. I didn't know the schedule, so yeah. one of the parts I stepped away. I came back, and then they had like a milestone panel. Yeah, yeah, that was like the the secret panel that they kept. They didn't put that on the schedule, and it's so funny because everybody. I'm pretty sure a lot of people were disappointed because people were anticipating all types of things for that panel, whether yeah. everything from uh uh a new Superman movie getting revealed to like, like just all basically anything, but milestone comics, <laughs> anything, but, and I'm just like, Oh man, I, I felt bad. Cause I was sitting here like, Oh dang. Like these but guys are going to get, they actively wanted it to be a secret. I mean, it was literally the only thing like, don't does. Oh, well, let's touch on a couple things real quick. First, 
heck saying, okay, I didn't know the schedule. It turned out that the only place that you could see the schedule was through that website. They didn't have it really posted anywhere else, I don't believe. And I think there were some news outlets that maybe, you know, reported on it. But I don't think that you could actually see it until, like, the day, either the day before or maybe, like, two days before. And, like, literally, it was, like, they, they so it was a thing where there were some things that people knew were going to happen, but no one knew exactly the full schedule, I don't think, until, like, a few days out. And then, like I said, you you couldn't really see it anywhere unless you were actually like on that site. And that was the, so you have the full schedule of events, but there was one panel that was a secret panel. And I, I'm gonna just go out here and go out on a limb. <laughs> I believe that that panel was secret because I think they only wanted some people from Milestone on that panel. And I think that they knew that if they couldn't get, like, like if the people that they didn't ask to be on the milestone panel knew there was going to be a milestone panel and they weren't going to be a part of it, they would have talked mess about it before it even happened. I feel like that's why that panel was secret, like to avoid controversy. Now, don't get me wrong. That's me definitely being a little bit of a, a stuff starter. But you all, look, y'all have been to the black panel. You know how yeah. that joint can go down. Yeah, <laughs> half of like, always are milestone dudes, huh? Half of the people there are milestone dudes every year. Absolutely, and you know that those that those cats, <laughs> those cats go for the jugular. So yeah. <laughs> it was like, so I was like, oh man, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, yeah, we're just gonna be secret panel until it pops up. <laughs> but that was actually a good panel. Like I, I personally really enjoyed it. Uh, I wish that they would have released a little bit more information but the idea that you know i mean it literally was like uh um you know a, a few of the the founders there talking about the history of it and what they're hoping to have happen in the future and so you know a lot of those characters apparently are going to be coming back and will in, in comic form in the near future but we'll see so so heck you couldn't you couldn't you didn't know what the schedule was, so how did so the first thing you saw was the milestone panel? No. Heck? Uh, oh. So. So, the way I remembered fandom was happening, I was watching Cartoon <laughs> Network. <laughs> Got it. Got it. And uh, they they were doing commercials for oh we're gonna be showing like Batman movies tonight on Toonami mm -hmm. for Fandom. Right. And I was like, oh, I need to see if something's on YouTube. That's how I mm -hmm. found the bootleg link. Because <laughs> I thought it was going to be through the DC app. or the DC Right. App. Like, I remember, I, like, did they even do it through the DC universe? No. Strictly through so why DC would fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, why would you support the whole thing that you yeah. made? Well, yeah, why draw people to something? Like, if you're going to make it locked in a way that's hard to get to, why not do it for the people that have given you money with good faith that you're going to give them something exclusive? You know, all of DC yeah. content, like, panel-y and stuff like that, these social things they do on DC Universe, they do on YouTube as well. So everybody that gives them money gets to watch it for free. 
But then this thing that should be free, because you know what? Nobody's going anywhere. Mm -hmm. They do in a site where you can't get to it. I mean, you can get to the site. You can't get to it. Like, if I'm on my phone, can I get to the site? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you can get to it through mobile and computer, you know. I think mobile, computer, like, and your laptop and your desktop is fine. It may not have had uh, tablet support, maybe, and it didn't have console support. I don't think it had mobile support, did it? Because I went to the site on my cell phone, and I couldn't get any... What's like the I web- got trailers? What's the what's the any, website like, actually? What 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 is the actual website? I think it was dcfandom.com, I think. Fandom. Yeah, but I don't I don't know if it's alive yeah. now. It might be though because they do have another thing which is this was another weird part of it. They they originally was supposed to be all in one thing. What what's that say? It's a countdown what? to the oh, to the second part, which is in September. Part. Yeah. Yeah, which is a weird thing. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's like, and I think in September they're going to have, like, they're going to show, I guess, animated things and clips and like, oh, good. Show, I think, but I don't, I don't know if it's new stuff. It might be like, you know, like how, like, and I, I apologize because I guess this is me technically not having done as much of my homework as I should have, but I, I felt mean, as if you watched all of it, all of DC fandom. Yeah, like you watched a lot of it. Cause you I did were, watch a lot of it. You were treating our production text thread like it was Twitter. Like you were live tweeting <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. So that that so that you all could stay informed. Well, that was more for Oz than anything. Because I knew he wasn't gonna watch it. <laughs> but but some of the stuff I was genuinely excited about. I was just like, oh wow, like you know, but that stuff was kind of few and far between. Like other stuff, I was just like, this is a weird thing, and this I don't know why this is happening. I, I would say that the biggest thing that DC did right with fandom, or maybe I shouldn't say right, what I should say is one of the saving graces of DC fandom was that all the panels were super quick. Some of them I wish were longer. 20, 25 minutes? I mean, yeah, pre- pretty much like between 20 and 30 minutes every panel, I think. That's good. Yeah, and so that's the that was the thing because when I looked at the schedule initially, I was like, "How's this gonna work?" And there were some things that were actually just ten minutes long, and I was like, "Wow, that's interesting," or whatever. And you know, they had like little buffers in between some things, like playing those uh, what were those DC animated shorts called the the English ones? You remember that where it's like the oh, yeah. Wallace I, and Gromit like DC yeah. shorts? I don't <laughs> they played. Yeah. They're called. Yeah, they played some of those in between panels. They were DC Nation, no? Yeah, I think it was yeah, DC, DC Nation. Nation. Yeah. But that's yeah. not the name of the specific short. Right, right. But it. Uh, Tiger Claw in chat says, What did you guys think of the Suicide Squad panel and those character reveals? Were there any that stand out to you? Yeah. So. The Suicide Squad panel had the full cast. Uh and yeah, I, I didn't I don't I didn't realize there were that many people in this movie. <laughs> I did not know that. And I was like, oh wow, they got like a lot of like celebrities in this joint <laughs> that I actually care about and that I would like to see more of. 
But I'm, I'm, I guarantee you, they're gonna kill those people pretty quick. <laughs> like I get, you can tell that like half that cast is literally just padding. But so that's you not have that, deaths. That's not that bad. Like for a Suicide Squad <laughs> movie, though. Like if you make like a yeah. huge, like I mean, if you shell out the money and be like Robert De Niro, like Leonardo DiCaprio, just to be the cameo that gets killed, like mm-hmm. that could be kind of cool. Yeah, no, I I would agree with that. I don't I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. I just was like, the people that I probably care the least about will probably end up sticking around for the longest. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like they'll be the like the actual talent of the movie. Yeah, like, I guess so. You could discover new actors that now you care about. Could be. Like I mean, like me and Batista, I could give two shits before. But then he did something I like, and mm-hmm. like it, he's the next rock. Was that oh. Artemis? Was that you like? Uh, that was something was, I liked. That he was really good in. Um, it was Gar- Guardians Two. Was really. It was favorite. actually no. It was him in Infinity War. Him in Infinity War, really? Yeah. Or are you just messing around? Yeah, like I'm like, you know what, this dude, like, I hate even all the Guardians. Like, I hate the Guardians movies, mm-hmm. but they did okay in Infinity War. Well, because you know a bunch of them died, but yeah. <laughs> um, but Dr- his Drax is like oh, okay, and then I saw him in Stuber and Hotel mm-hmm. Artemis, and then that My Spy. Yeah, My Spy was funny. You know, and then I saw his scene in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched the movie, but I saw his scene, mm-hmm. and he was really good. And I'm like, you know what? This guy's maybe, yeah. But I didn't care about him before. Yeah. Right. That's how you're gonna be about whoever the fuck is still alive in Suicide Squad too. Yes, I'll be like, you know what? That Idris Elba, he might have a future. <laughs> oh, he just died. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's going to be their new Will Smith, right? I mean, he, he's Deadshot. He's not Deadshot. No, who is who? Blood sport. There it is. Yeah, no, he's going to die. Okay, there yeah, it is. He's he's shit about blood sport. Uh, Tiger Clan Chess says, I'm curious about Bloodsport. The backstory for this character was intriguing. <laughs> yeah. His backstory? Say what? Did they say his backstory in the panel? Not that I remember. Oh, Tarclaw went to Wikipedia. Yeah. Like, I, I just looked the Asinine trivia game they played. Oh, yeah, that was bad. That was bad. I don't understand why they do stuff like that. Like, that's not, I don't, like, I feel like maybe, maybe that might be interesting in person, but probably not. It's just like I don't feel like that's what people are there for, right? They want to ask questions, or but they want to give you something to watch online on the YouTube bootleg. I know it definitely doesn't work with the amount of people they had. <laughs> it's too many people. Right? You could do that with about nine people, or eleven if you do like a Hollywood Squares type of joint. Yeah, yeah this joint was like two football teams. Right. I was like, man, there are a lot of a lot of Suicide Squad members, goddamn. <laughs> I was like, who is Polka Dot Man? I've never heard of that. Really? No, Polka Dot Man? Who's playing him? 
Uh, yeah, he's the. He was in one of the uh, Nolan Ryan, uh, Nolan Ryan in the Nolan Batman movies. He's the. Uh, he's like a. He was like a, a, a mental patient in one of the movies. Who's playing him? I I can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's, he's, it's a good uh, Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jay. I don't remember, but there's a lot. Like John Cena's in this joint. Yeah. Friggin' uh, um, what's what's oh boy, the last doctor. Nobody remembers the name of the last doctor. Damn. You know I don't watch that shit. I mean, but I can barely remember the name of the current doctor, and I watch her. Jody I, Whitaker. Right. She's in. No, but the last the last doctor, his last name yeah, starts with a C. Nobody cares who's that. We're talking about who's in Suicide Squad. He so was in. He's in Suicide Squad. No, I get it, but you're talking about Jody Whittaker. Like nobody gives a fuck about no Jody Whittaker. We all know who's in Suicide Squad. David Dalmastian. I don't know who. Oh, that guy is like that guy wrote that comic. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did on Dark Horse. <laughs> uh, David Dalmastian wrote which comic? Yeah, uh, what's it called? Midnight Crowley or some shit like that. He's a comic book writer. Okay. Well, good for him. Listen, he's poking he that man. He was in, in uh, Ant-Man. It's like there's a much higher percentage of me knowing the fictional character than the real life person. And I don't even know the fictional character. So the real life person is probably, yeah. Yeah. yeah Wait, he isn't it. he the... Isn't he the thinker? You don't know the thinker? Yeah, he's the thinker. No, no. I no 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 no. That's not Capaldi. That's his Capaldi is the thinker. That's no. not who we're talking about, though, Oz. That guy's can't oh, be he's the... the last doctor guy. Yeah, but that's not who we were we were talking about polka dot man, Oz. Oh, I thought we were moved on to who the last doctor was. That's why we got to Whitaker and No, yeah, no, we're talking about who's in Suicide Squad. That, that's what I was trying to avoid, but you know, it got you. Peter Peter Capaldi was he was the last doctor and oh, is in Suicide Squad. Your last pizza. He's in Suicide Squad. Uh Count Crowley is the comic book that David Dalmatian wrote. I'm gonna go to Mo's house and punch him. You ain't gonna do shit, bitch. Oh damn, okay. I'll see y'all in a little bit. Could you imagine if I drove to Mo's house? Could you imagine? Are they still alive? I know. They're like, man, where? They're like, where's Lawrence? And all of a sudden, I just bust through his window. Ah, take that! Who ain't gonna do what now? No, I don't have that kind of anger issues. It just <laughs> right. You see Mo go, ah, and then a fist comes through the screen. <laughs> Like, I'm uh, glad they got Harley Quinn looking like Harley Quinn. Uh, do they have Harley Quinn looking like Harley Quinn? I mean, it's closer. It's it's closer than than the first Suicide Squad movie. It's definitely closer than the Birds of Prey movie. Yeah, yeah, it's much better than Birds of Prey. Right and black in, in Birds of Prey. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but she's not like, she's not over the top dressed up. She's not like over sexualized, she's right. just, you know, in, in, in like a red and black sleek, you know, it's still sexy. I mean, she's an attractive woman, uh, but she looks good, you know, it's not overdone, right? Right, Tucker Claw in chat 
says John Cena plays Peacemaker, who's described as a douchey Captain America. Yes, that is who Peacemaker is. And Vincent Garzon asks, Moses Magnum, do you speak Spanish? Uh, yes, yes, I do. No, no one believes him because he said it in English. What 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 happened with the the ambiance? <laughs> well, you got too much ambiance. You gotta you gotta lessen the ambiance so people can see you, man. Listen, my my lighting just went out. Oh no, that's like damn. But here's the thing: the reason why I remember John Cena's name Those first. <laughs> oh, that would suck. I but actually don't know how this looks. I like this. That's fair. Um, the reason why I remembered Cena was because he's playing Peacemaker, and the the design for that joint looks so good. Like, I mean, and when I say good, I mean it's like Peacemaker's outfit is ridiculous, but it is what it is, right? It's kind of like an old school comic book kind of design, like an '80s comic book design. You're starting and to sound like that. Guy, which guy? That I kind of like that's in Wonder Woman. Who, who I'm starting or he's starting? Hmm? Who's starting to sound like it? Me? Yeah, you're you're starting to sound like him, like talking shit about '80s fashion. I mean, uh, okay. I mean, are we? Do we feel now, like '80s fashion is like in? Yes, '80s fashion is eternal. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> that's that's one hundred percent not true. I mean, depends on what part of eighties fashion you like. Because I know jeans and black t-shirts. Like, I mean, I mean, but that's fifties fashion. Yeah, but it it's still eighties too. They did it in eighties too. Well, but a, a jean and black t-shirt is like classic. Like you did yeah, it in every it, in every decade. In the eighties, they just tucked it in and then rolled the the leaves up a little bit. No, but you yeah, that's, the, that's the white t-shirt. Yeah. Well, okay, but then so you're saying no one in the eight in the fifties wore a black t-shirt? Well, I'm saying that's fifties and eighties. Okay. All right, guys. Well, let's well, we're yeah, okay. We're gonna we're gonna pretend 80s fashion is in just for the sake of argument so that we can talk about important stuff. <laughs> like like peacemaker he, is one of those guys that like I complain about not about stuff not being comic accurate, and then they bring out Peacemaker and Javelin, right? To rethink some some decisions that I've made. Right, it's like they made the Peacemaker outfit like one hundred percent comic book accurate, basically, and it was just like you get to realize how ridiculous and garish that joint looks, and it's like, oh, that's beautiful. Like you you know, at least I know that fool's gonna be dead soon. Like, you know, that that is it's okay. Like, I'm not mad at it. Heck, are you joining us on a different stream? <laughs> you want me to switch? Oh. It is camera jack. <laughs> Heck, should I get rid? I'm getting rid of the other one. Okay. Heck, are you better on this one? Uh-oh. They're whatchamacallit. They are. I don't know. Can can you hear me? So what's Peacemaker look like? Oh damn! It was he was on two. I didn't mean to kick you all the way out, Heck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come back, Heck. <laughs> yeah. So Peacemaker looks 
like I mean, don't get me wrong, like Peacemaker's outfit, in my opinion, it's not like it's terrible. It's just weird in so many ways. Like, like the headgear is really what is the problem. Like he's he has like this helmet that is just like it's 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 outlandish, this helmet. A Kirby helmet. Yeah, it is like a, a Jack Kirby helmet. Like him and Orion are cousins. <laughs> right. And it's awesome that they have Cena wearing that. <laughs> because it, it just feels like like they're committing committing hard to it. Hold on, let's see. Is that it? That you know what? I don't know. It's hard to see your phone. It's like you can you can share your screen. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Heck, you're you're back. Go for it, Jay. I think uh, so. Tiger Khan chat says, I'm curious about Weasel because I read he's a guy in a weasel suit, but it looks like the movie version, he's a metahuman. I don't I don't know who that is either. And isn't his like isn't his isn't his brother playing that character? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, did they make that character up for his, his brother? I don't I mean, know. I don't see what kind of prosthetics he would need. Like the dude looks like a weasel. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> Tell that to his parents. <laughs> It's like, why you make weasel babies? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't shit that out. Damn. Yeah, man. Like, so I don't know. Like, Su Suicide Squad. I will say, Suicide Squad. As a movie, I'm definitely more excited to see than the Snyder cut, which that panel was very disappointing for me, personally. I was just like, like I watched what they showed, and I was just like, like not only did I watch what they showed me, and that disappointed me, but the lead up to it, I was just like, the the conversation that they were all having about the Snyder cut, and 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 like the lead, like how the Snyder cut came into being, you would have thought that it was like some sort of like major political movement, like they used the word movement, like so much that i was just like I, like dude, are we freeing Zack snyder like is this fool like a political prisoner in like hollywood blacklist like hollywood jail like what like why are we talking about this like you know this, this was something that had to happen in order for all of us to really like truly be free like it's why a, it, it's oh. a method it's a it's a tactic and you learn it in one of the, you know, they have the Zoom Tzu book with the Art of War, the Prince by Machiavelli, and then they have the Art of the Deal. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's the Art of the Deal was a Snyder pull. It's like, they, nobody, they took him off, or he went off because, he says he went off because his kid died. Then he says, they took me off. There's mm -hmm. a Snyder cut, and then there's no Snyder cut. Right. And then uh, there is, and it, it's, you know, he conned his way into getting... Getting another thirty million dollars for something he already fucked up. <laughs> like, I was just listening to these people talk about the Snyder Cut, and I, I was just like, "Yeah, like I don't get it. Like I don't understand why it is that we're treating this as if 
this is like some I, I mean here's the thing I guess like I'm not unhappy for the people that wanted a Snyder cut that one exists I'm not unhappy for those people it's just that I don't understand why we're acting as if it was necessary or, or even that this is going to be a better version of the movie like I'm not convinced this is going to be a better version of the movie. Well, it's going to be a series. I, I, totally, I totally understand Lawrence playing this down so much after all the years that he spent calling me a liar and saying it doesn't exist, no such thing, and now here we here we are, 2020, it's it, coming out next year. It didn't, it didn't exist at the time. That was 100% accurate. It still doesn't. He's working on it. <laughs> It existed somewhere. Look, whether it's in his head, in the in the in the in ether, head. <laughs> it's coming into teams. There it is. It Look, God damn it, Matt. That's very on brand for 2020. It existed somewhere. Alternative existence. Yeah. <laughs> Schrodinger's oh. Snyder cut. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I'm just like, dude, come on, man. The, the the only good thing about the Snyder Cut is that it pays off all the bullshit that came before it. It's the true payoff of the bullshit. No, no, because we were starting to move away from that bullshit. So now it's bringing it back because they're going to give it a sequel, even if it's like a TV series or something. That you you're think gonna so? Have... Oh, I, I think so. I, I, oh. I predict... Netflix already back. I predict they're get, we're going to have a Snyderverse and a DCEU. Um, yeah, I, I, I predict that. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see this ending well. <laughs> but, and and I see Mo, Mo's right. Look, ben Affleck's already back. He's back. Like he was done. With and Tim now, Burton. And he's coming back for the Flash movie. I mean, with uh, Tim Burton's Batman. What's his name? Michael Keaton. Like, they're going to be both in it. And then he's endorsing now. He's endorsing the Batman, the other thing they showed off in there. Mm-hmm. And that looks good. The Batman I, does look good. That's like, I mean, maybe it's a good trailer. I don't know. My only concern, my only critique of the trailer is that they fucked up a haunting Nirvana song by trying to make it more by trying to what? Or trying to make it more haunting. Oh. So it's like they they that song's already haunting enough. Like you you didn't have to overmodulate and add and you know, uh, but you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's that. But it that shit looked good. The the Justice League trailer was I don't know. I, it doesn't it looks like the same shit we already saw, just different color for half of it. Then the other half is other shit that you see that's Snyderism, but it's like <laughs> and that was Dark Side at the beginning, right? Yes. Of that trailer? Oh, Uxas or whatever his name is before he becomes Dark Side. Oh, wait, what dark we know Dark Side's name before he's Dark Side? Yeah, Orion Pex. No, it's not Orion Pex. <laughs> it's uh it's no, like Uxas or something. It's like something his like, it starts with a U. It's his, it's his Orion Pex, like <laughs> Pre-title, like yeah. dark, the name of title. He's not like Thanos. That's just Thanos all the time. <laughs> he doesn't really become Dark Side until he kills his brother for the Omega Beams. 
Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about Darkseid. Like outside of he's the head of I forget you're not a Kirby fan. Apocalypse, the leader of Apocalypse. I I, I like much of what Kirby's done, but yeah, I don't mess with that. I'm doing Kirby hands right now at you. I don't know if you can see. I'm doing Kirby. Just too. picture it in your head. Me doing Kirby hands. It it ex alternative no, existence. Not wearing pants. <laughs> alternative existence. So uh the Batman. What Jay, did you get to see did you see the Batman at all or no? I saw the trailer. Okay. What'd you what'd you think of the trailer? Um I don't remember. That's fair. That, <laughs> look, not remembering is is a stance. I like that um a lot of the Batman stuff they were showcasing was investigation y. Yeah. Jewelry. Mm -hmm. So that's like at least half the trailer is that. That means we might be getting a more detective aspect to Batman. That that is what they said the movie yeah. is. It's definitely a yeah. murder mystery. Again, yeah. You know, I've always said like seven, but with Batman would be like a good Batman movie. And uh, you have said that. This is what this that feels like mm -hmm. from the trailer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's I, I was happily surprised with that. I, I'm happy to see that. Batman real is way too skinny. I mean the the suit fills him out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but he looks like like the Grayson Batman. But the thing is, if he's trying to do, they're trying to go with more of a younger year one, like that's year two. Year two, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he, it, it's okay because you know you get to, well, not the, the BVS, but you get the bigger, like more seasoned Batman. Mm -hmm. you know? It's almost like a Brett Brett Booth drawn Batman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which it, it you know, I don't think he looks bad, even though he is lankier. He definitely lankier. Uh, but what I will say is, I'm not a fan of his look as Bruce Wayne at all. Like yeah. that that like that long haired Bruce Wayne, which I don't mind Bruce hair. I, I don't mind Bruce Wayne with like longer hair, but the way that he wears it, it's like no, nah, like it. And maybe that might just be like Twilight bias. Maybe if I, you know, by the time I get like 15 minutes into the movie, I won't even be noticing it anymore. But in the trailer, I was just like, I don't know, man. I'm not like, not to say that I'm like, oh, well, he should not be Batman. I'm just saying like, we, we've had weird Bruce Wayne's before, but he just doesn't look like Bruce Wayne. No, he looks like he looks like Peter Parker in uh yeah in, in Spider -Man uh, that third Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah that's what he looks like. He's dancing. You're right, you're right. My, you're right. my cousin in uh your cousin, cousin in what? In Mexico, he posted a thing. I don't know, is he a cousin? I think he's my cousin. <laughs> he's my cousin's kid. <laughs> my cousin, right? Or a uh, nephew. Your cousin's kid would be your cousin as well. Yeah, that's still okay. cousin. It's your like uh, second cousin or something like that. So he posted this, and it, it's a meme. Like, oh, let's make, let's make Bruce Wayne more emo, mm -hmm. and like, kind of little My Chemical Romancey, but not too Blink One Eighty Two y. And then <laughs> Robert Pattinson with the <laughs> the mascara running down. <laughs> Wait, the funny part was I saw that you posted that on social media. Yeah. 
And I was like, damn, how come Google's not translating this? And then I had to like look it up myself. And I was like, that's hilarious. It was worth the effort. It was worth the effort. Because it looked like it was going to be funny. Yeah. And I could tell, I could tell like the first line, I didn't need any translation. Like I knew they were like, oh, you know, let's make Batman emo. But I, the second part, I had no idea what they were talking about. I was like, I, I, I was like, okay, I think they are talking about my chemical romance, but I don't know what they're saying about my chemical romance. Yeah. The, the penguin looked great though. You know, I'm so happy that they got Alfred Molina. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's too funny, man. That fool's unrecognizable as Penguin. But why pay a handsome guy to play an ugly guy when you can just hire an ugly guy that acts good for half the price? Damn, why you call Alfred Molina ugly? No, I mean, he's handsome, but he costs more. No, but you could get an ugly guy that can act good. I I don't know what to tell you. Like I don't know why, I don't know why they chose, oh boy, to be penguin. I don't I mean, like. I know that yet. You can't tell it's him. I know that. Yeah, it's he's a good actor. Yeah, and and but he's not like. I mean, he has a name, but it's not like you know. It's not like oh, Mel Gibson as the penguin. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it, Colin Farrell like had he had his crest of his wave and yeah. And now he gets to do the real good character stuff without yeah. to look ugly. And, uh, yeah, I don't see why they would have that much money. I, on I some- do agree with Mo that Colin Farrell is the dude that looks so good in a fucking suit that yeah. everybody expected like an emperor penguin type of thing yeah. where he's yeah. in the blonde hair. Yeah. And it was shocking that it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy it's not, but you could. I mean, you literally could have gotten Alfred Molina. Like, <laughs> I don't think he would cost more than Colin Farrell. Like, and he's a good enough actor. Like, if you're trying to go for good acting, he's Alfred. Alfred Molina does have a lot more awards. Yeah, he might be better than Colin Farrell. I'm not gonna say that because Colin Farrell is actually a pretty good actor. No, but, no, he's good. I, I'm just saying, you know, the awards translates to dollars often, right? Or you I mean, can, if you're like, hey, I got two, I got two Oscars. You're trying to pay me, da 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 da. You know, they have to pay more. So maybe, you know, Colin Farrell don't have no Oscars, right? Uh, he might. Really? But yeah, but I, I don't know. Um, but I mean, Rick and Morty got Alfred Molina, so. Nah, but I think that's you know that's Rick and Morty. That's Rick and Morty. I feel like what? Rick and Morty get whoever they want. But that's like season one. <laughs> yeah, right. That's season true. one, Rick and Morty. I can't even think about what oh. I hear. What you're saying, though, I hear what you're saying. I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of who would surprise me if they showed up on Rick and Morty, but it wouldn't be many people. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and then they also announced that that got new Gotham show is actually going to tie directly into this movie. That's pretty good. I'm happy. So, so yeah, it's like expanding. Right. It'll be a prequel and talking about. Corruption in Gotham. Uh, you know, oh boy, looked good as um as Commissioner Gordon. Dude, he, even though he, Commissioner yeah, Gordon, he yeah, he's like, wait, wait, what? What did you say, Oz? I'm sorry, he's not Commissioner. He's not Commissioner Gordon. He oh, I'm sorry, as yeah. as Jim Gordon. I'm sorry, right? He's not Commissioner yet. And second of all, eh. nah, get the fuck out of here. You didn't. You don't think he looked good as as Gordon? 
No, everybody just thinks, well, he's got glasses and a mustache. That's all you need. No, it, I, look, I, you guys didn't let me get to my aspect of Jim Gordon. He talks like Jim Gordon. Like when you read the comic, mm-hmm. you hear Jeffrey, right? Yeah. Um, and it, that doesn't happen. It happens, but not a lot. Like no, absolutely. Some of the movies, some of the Batman movies, is not too much. Um, even in the Nolan, like you, you had a uh, oh boy, what's his name, the chameleon, old Oldman, was it yeah, Gary Oldman? Oldman. Oldman. Yeah. Oldman, yeah, Gary Oldman, like he did a good job, but yeah, he didn't like. I mean, you got animated series commissioner Gordon, mm-hmm. sounds like Gordon, you know, yeah. Gary Oldman, great job, and then Jeffrey Wright. Sounds like Gordon. Yeah, I mean, you all know me, man. I I I want my comic book characters to look exactly like how they look in the comic. Well, we can't and have that anymore. We can't what? We can't have that anymore. <laughs> Why can't we? Because your boy, uh, Josh Boone, like he's like I found a good enough actor <laughs> to maybe not give a fuck about racism. In this film. Hey, hey, man, we go we go save that whole conversation for for next week because look. Right. Joe, Joe's probably gonna go see that movie anyway. So I love subscribe, hit the bell so you hear us talk about the Boonhead move by Josh Boone. Yeah, but <laughs> theaters aren't open in California. Oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry, Jay. I don't mean to. I'm not happy that theaters are closed because I know you were anticipating going to go see that joint. But That's... how how did how did California like no theaters are open? No. You're not even going to try to look for like a, a drive-in theater to go watch it. Um, huh. That's a possibility. I'm pretty sure those are open. Those are open. Yeah, because they're doing a Metallica concert driving. Mm-hmm. Oh, Might be into that. I yeah, that was a thing again. Oh yeah, look, they've been doing drive-in movies for at least like a month or so now because you know they're trying to do whatever they can to make these things work. Yeah, nobody did, did Tenet come out already? No, Tenet got pushed to September. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I, I like my I like my characters to look like how they look in the comic. And I was anticipating not liking the way that he looks as Jim Gordon. And sure enough, I was just like, you know what? He he looks like he's really embodying that role. Well, Jeffrey Wright is a talented actor. I mean, I'm not going to take that away from him. Yeah, and I, I remember John, telling I Larry really care, that he was going to be good. I don't really care about about Gord, about Jim Gordon. I'm more concerned with Barbara Gordon. Movie. I hear that. That's interesting. That's really interesting. But we are we already got a black Batwoman, so who knows what's going to happen with Batgirl, right? Like you love you love uh, Alfred's niece, Batwoman or Batgirl, so. Who's Alfred? Oh, oh, you're talking in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay Are you talking about Oz or me? Yeah, everybody. Oh no, no, I don't think any of us loved that. Love but you okay? Like he's talking about was that Batman and Robin? No, yeah, the movie. Yeah, no, like, nobody, nobody uh, likes that movie. We're talking about Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my my, yeah, my that girl is is in the. Uh, Batman Triple X, and it still bugged me that she didn't have red hair. Although I think that's how I did it in the show, right? She had a, a red wig. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mo, would would you mind uh, adding Hecton? Is that possible? 
on Skype? Yes. Yeah. Like so, the- so we got the Batman. We got we, they talked about the Batman TV show, the Gotham one. We got Suicide Squad. We got uh, Snyder Cut. Um, so those that is that all? That's all the movies and TV, right? Is it or what do you say, Oz? That's the only thing that matters. Oh man, that's messed oh, up. Wonder Woman. No, I, oh, Wonder Exactly. See, look, we we didn't talk about Wonder Woman. I mean, they definitely had like, of course, like the Flash panel, and th- there was no Aquaman anything, right? No, I don't think so. I think it was no. just yeah, it was just what. But Wonder Woman. Um, what like Jay? Did you get to see the Wonder Woman panel? Yes. What'd you think of that, John? Uh, Pedro Pascal was annoying. What about him was annoying t- for you? Because he was talking shit about 80s power suits. <laughs> Jay, why are you so obsessed with 80s fashion all of a sudden? I don't know. There's just something about how he was talking shit. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. It just really, I don't know, struck a nerve with me. <laughs> and and I like Pedro Pascal. Like, yeah, no, the great guy's great. Which was amazing. He's all right. He didn't really do anything in the Great Wall, but I love his line at the end of the movie. I mean, is that what you're you're gonna go with? Like, that's why you like Pedro Pascal because of that movie? Um, I, uh, I looked up his thing. Like, I don't remember what else. Oh like, yeah, I mean, he was the Mandalorian. Yeah, he was awesome in Kingsman. Oh, you son of a bitch. Don't is get it, me wrong. You're not wrong. He's he's great in the Kingsman, but like, dude, he was in Game of Thrones and The Mandalorian. You're not gonna mention either one of those? Joe hasn't watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. Well, like he, he he got HBO Max. <laughs> he's paying for it and he hasn't watched Game of Thrones yet. I bought it for the cartoons. But Joe, I'm just saying, like, I'm not I'm not saying you have to watch it, but you know he's in that without having seen it. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Like, who, who is who even is he in that? <sighs> he's the Arab guy. He's the Viper. The Viper? Yeah. The, the, the Vindal Viper. The slave? The slave? No. No, no. The the dude that kills the mountain. He doesn't. Well, he no, he doesn't kill. He gets get, he gets killed by the mountain. Yeah. Both both like, happened. Yeah, he killed them too. Because that's what had to both, make. Right, both happened. That's why I had to bring them back from the dead. Look, all I know is one person left that arena. It wasn't. It wasn't him. It wasn't they, either. They were both carried out. Like I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but which one came back in the later episode? Okay, but he. But got, the mountain was still alive after that. Okay. No, he was undead. That's still alive. No, that, it's not alive. That's why they alive. no, but it's not the opposite of dead. It's undead, not alive, and not dead, undead. Oh, he plays the Mandalorian. Oh, you son of a bitch! I'm so mad at this guy. Like I don't I'm not understand. That bad. I'm not that bad. Why? No, you gotta be like no. Like why? 
Why would he not know this? We we've been talking about this guy was in only half the episodes. Okay, no. off his helmet where you see his face like for a minute. Yeah, in that whole series, the half of those episodes, it was the guy, the stuntman. My dude, like we talked about him as the Mandalorian. I know. I'm bad with names. I'm even worse with faces. You, you look. You remembered him from Kingsman. Because <laughs> I have his Wikipedia page up. Okay. All right. Like, once you tell me who he was, like, okay, I remember Jack Daniels. Like, I remember him. Yeah. So <laughs> I've associated I like that movie. the name to the character. Got it. Yeah, no, he's the Mandalorian, Jay. Okay. Yeah, he's good. He just needs to stop talking shit. All I'm saying, I, what I will tell you is this, Jay. You go and you go to an interview in an 80s power suit. I promise you, you won't get the job. Well, I'm not going to get the job. Well, not anyway. in 2020, okay. but you're in the 80s. You're fine. Well, but he's talking about 2020. He's talking about he's the movie that takes place in the 80s. That's why he was wearing the suit. Right, but he was saying how it's it was it felt weird wearing that suit because it's so out of style in oh, 2020. Or your outfit felt perfectly natural. I'm sure. <laughs> I hate this guy too, Jay. I'm with you again. It is the way. And you know what? It looks horrible. But yeah. you know what though? I don't I don't it, know why Max Lord has a Trump wig on. Like I didn't even recognize that that was Pedro Pascal with that wig on. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, what's he doing here? <laughs> That's funny, man. So, yeah. What you, what... even, even in that movie, like, he's supposed to die and, and it's a whole thing. Oh, my God. Now I, 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 you know, I, honestly, I think it's... it's out of my oh, head. Boy. I, I see I, why I put this goddamn movie out of out of my head. That and then Cheetah looks dumb. I saw, yeah. I saw, because uh, I didn't watch Fandom, but I did see a like toy mock-up or statue, mm -hmm. and it looked horrible. Yeah, it's a bad look movie. But the thing is, like that fur doesn't look like Cheetah fur. There's not even spots. <laughs> she looks like Lon Chaney Jr. in The Wolfman. I don't know who that who that is. I mean, you've seen the Wolfman. Oh, like the OG Wolfman. Yeah, the OG Wolfman. Like when he's got like, it. That's got it. <laughs> I'm getting the reference. Yeah. I get that reference. It's like I, oh. I try to sound intelligent and you don't appreciate it. I listen. That's my bad, friend. You you went over my head. You got You got to dub it down. <laughs> you went over my head. I don't understand why Wonder Woman needs the chicken outfit, the chicken armor in this in this movie. What? That shit, what? I like what? that. Why do you call it chicken armor? That's what they call it because it's from the Kingdom Come. It's like a, a version of that. They called it the chicken armor. They called it that in Kingdom Come. I don't think so. Not in Kingdom Come. People who read Kingdom Come call, began calling it the chicken armor since that. Since that book came out, oh, I don't remember that. I, I don't think anyone has ever called it chicken armor. 
I did ring Kingdom Come. What are you talking about? You're talking craziness. He just didn't talk to people who read it. That might be true. He read the uh, Lawrence read the uh, like just the text because he hates Alex Ross so goddamn much. No, that's Joe. See, Oz confusing the black guys again. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I know Oz is working. Why is he drinking? <laughs> Listen, so so I don't. You know, I, I have mixed feelings about the armor. And some, in some, when she's standing a certain way, it looks good. And when she's standing other ways, it looks a little weird. I, I don't know what it's for. And it might be better when I get to see it in the context of the movie. But I will say, like, it's more symbolic. Yeah. Right. Right. But I'm very disappointed with what I saw from the trailer in regards to Cheetah. Like, I feel like that whole character is going to be like uh, the bad part of the movie. Like, which is kind of wild because I would not have thought that Max Lord would be the highlight. You know, not the highlight, but like the the part that like makes it worthwhile. But I think, yeah, it's going to be like whatever's happening with him and Wonder Woman is probably going to be the part that's going to make it like make the movie. And then you're going to have like Cheetah randomly inserted event, like slowly but surely getting these like animalistic powers until she turns into that terrible thing. That has Crystal Wiggs face. <laughs> and it's gonna be like it's like oh, like we. I hope Wonder Woman kills this quick. It's like a, <laughs> it's, just, it's just bugging me that it feels like this sequel is moving more and more towards how like how the Batman movies, the the eighties and nineties ones, where they they're doing a lot more to sell toys in this movie, where the first movie was just you know to tell a good story. This one is to sell toys, and that's why we got the. The chicken armor. That's why we got this weird looking cheetah that they wanna that they wanna sell. It's mm-hmm. it. I don't like the I don't like the way it's going. Well, I mean, it's one of those things probably where you know they left they left people alone to to make Wonder Woman the first time, and they were just like, here, take your money. And you know, make your little movie, not realizing that it was actually going to be a hit for them. They didn't know because... it was going to save them, huh? They didn't know Patty Jenkins would sell out that quick. They, well, they didn't know they would. It would save them. No, like... no, but that's the thing. It's not Patty Jenkins selling out. It's probably now that they realize that it's a hit and it's a marketable franchise. Now they're like, oh, well, let's get all the marketing behind it, and like we need toys, and we need we need her to be in four different outfits. And Patty Jenkins is probably like, well, why? <laughs> you know, and they're like, "Hey, we need four outfits, but and we need, you know. like, you know, I look, yeah, yeah, it might be that, but I mean, we've seen Jason and the Argonauts, like he had to get the golden fleece. Like, what if she had to get the golden armor, golden chicken armor in the eighties? No, just in general. I'm not talking about no eighties. I'm just talking about Wonder Woman, like as a story. Like, why can't they do kind of a a hero's journey type like Jason and the Argonauts, mm-hmm. where she has to get that." Thing in the hero yeah. to progress a story. I mean, it, it's possible. Tiger Claw in mm-hmm. chat says, "I wish Cheetah looked more like the one from the Justice League cartoon, where she looked more cat-like with the whiskers." I agree with Tiger Claw. That's because Tiger Claw's a furry. I wouldn't <laughs> say it the way he did, but I also agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that too. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's like her face just on that body is weird. 
it's just weird. Like, cause, and I'm like, I get that they want her to be recognizable, but it's like one of those things where like, at, at some point when you're doing these characters, somebody has to like put in a clause where it's just like, or I don't know if it's a clause, but just like, you need to hire the actor that understands like when you become the cheetah woman, they're not going to recognize it's you because it looks like a cheetah. <laughs> you know, like why, why do you not hire, hire the actor that gets that? Well, here the thing it's is, not always the actor. Yeah, and you're thinking of like, why would we like from a studio perspective? Like, why would we not want to showcase Kristen Wiig that it's Kristen Wiig? You know what I mean? Like, because especially now that where CGI and shit so advanced, it's like, well, we kind of got to make it look like her so that it actually like connects with the audience. You know? See, I guess my thing is. No, I don't think that's no? the case. No, like, that's why Thanos looks so handsome, I guess. Like, I think, I don't, I'm not disagreeing that they do it. I don't think it's for the connection, or I wouldn't say it's to connect with the audience. It's just to showcase the star. Right. Like, why would you, from their standpoint, why would we hire... Kristen Wiig and not make her look like Kristen Wiig. But but that's why you... But like, that's why from a story... Oh, go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. That's like what the studios want to do. Like, it's not always the actor saying, I want to make sure I look like right. me. Sometimes the studio is like, well, we're putting out money for this person. We want it to look like this person. But then you show them the picture of the character, and you're like, "But this is what the person looks like," and it's like, yeah, well, it's a cheetah weird. person. Like, like, I don't I know think it should look like themselves in movies. Well, yeah. look, here's the thing: it's like they're willing to, hyperbolic. like, trying to be, like, you want to give the the studios the benefit of the doubt, like it's not the artist, but it could be the the studio. But then you get like. Colin Farrell, and you just make him look ugly, like <laughs> you know, right? So like, which is it? Like, that's why that—that's where my mind goes into. Like, yeah, it might be an artistic from the director's point, where it's like we got to make her look still human, some redeemable quality, so the people could give a fuck about her. You know, it's like they anyway, covered up Hugo Weaving's face in V for Vendetta for the whole time. Yeah, a shit about Hugo Weaving, like he's a good. I actor. love Hugo Weaving. Yeah, I know, but it's not like you're not. He's not a face that you want to see. Damn, <laughs> he, you calling all these actors ugly? This this show. It's not even about that. It's it's that again. This is a Fantastic Four motif. <laughs> Asses and seats. Asses and like, seats. He's not like the elite, especially then when they got him. Like he wasn't a leading man like that. I hear that. You know, and he still isn't. I agree with you. So it's like it doesn't matter if his face is in the fucking mask. But Kristen Wiig, she's like America's dirty sweetheart. Like that's she makes the movie that we wish we could live. Like from a suburban white house, white woman like mentality. You know what I mean? There it is. Mo that's Moses Magnum in touch with the suburban white woman. I'm not in touch. I just know like how they market shit. You know. Yeah. And uh, it's like, yeah, you got to make her, you got to make in, her they're still human. In my mind, I'm just like, the, the woman is probably only going to be like fully cheetah for like the last like 
15 minutes or 20 minutes of the movie. So if you have her as Kristen Wiig all that time, I think we can like, like Wonder Woman can beat the bejesus out of her and she could turn back to Kristen Wiig at the end. And it's like, we like give us at least that 20 minutes of her looking like what she's supposed to look like as opposed to this thing, because that thing is crazy. And don't get me wrong, the effects she, might not be finished. I, I can give it that. It might look better once the movie releases, but what they showed us looks it terrible. It was supposed to release like a year ago. You're telling me that they, they, they just didn't decide to work on it? Wonder Woman wasn't supposed to release a year ago, was it? Was it supposed to come out in like July. Okay. So it was supposed to already out be out by now and anyway, no so it should have been finished it was by supposed now. to come out like in april or march but my dude there was a pandemic i don't know if you heard about it yeah it's like but, some right, people well, some people don't. aren't doing but, their their videos huh they still they still would have had, had it planned to be finished by then by march if by it, whenever the original date was in which no, case see, finish it like months before, because they have to print it and ship it out to the theaters. It, no it, was, it was finished way before shit got closed down. I don't think that's true. Films are digital now. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe that there's any that there. I don't believe that in March, the visual effects for a movie coming out in July were done. I don't believe that. I, I could be wrong because Lord knows I don't. I don't make movies. But I don't think so. Let's assume that you're right, Lawrence. Let, let's assume that the visual effects weren't done. Mm -hmm. It's still something you don't have to be in in a central area to do. You know, you could do visual effects from home. Zack Snyder's getting visual effects done right now. No, man, man listen. Like, like I mean, you're you, you know better than I do. Like High good looking visual effects, you got to render right. Like, nobody has that at their home. I'm saying this movie was done way before. Like, I, I guarantee they have not worked and are not going to work on those effects at all this year. Mm, that's fair. What are you gonna say, Jay? Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I've been to like you know, our movies will screen, uh, screen themselves before releases, yes. And I've been to those where it's like a month out and they're not done with, like, they're still showing green screen. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the the time for, like, get for finishing the effects is, gets tight. Yeah, like, I remember, uh, was it Lord of the Rings, the first one? Didn't get finished till, like, a week before theater release. Yeah, man. I yeah. I just think it probably wasn't done yet. But who knows? Like, I might just be hoping against hope. Yeah. What's funny, Jay? Uh, Tiger Claw in chat says Kristen Wiig will bring asses and seats. However, Cheetah Butt and Tail will bring asses and seats too. Ah. <laughs> like that's, that's funny to me. That's. <laughs> Jay's type tapping into his inner tiger claw humor. <laughs> so, uh, can we talk about some of these games? Yeah, do all you want. I didn't see any of it. They didn't want me to see it. Gotham Knights. You didn't see any of the game stuff, Mo? 
No. Okay. Where am I? Where am I going to see it? You can go to YouTube and see it now. Oh, now, but not during Phantom. I got other shit to do now. <laughs> like I still have to watch. I has. I still haven't finished watching like Whack in Open Air, or Whack in Worldwide. Now. I don't even know what are we, what are you talking about. What is that? Whacking's a music festival in Europe, and it's the, the biggest one in the world. And this year they couldn't do it, so they had to do it online. Oh wow! Like in the style of Fandom, where you go to a website, but it did work on mobile and console browsers. And- gotcha. El Hecht, I'm I'm sorry if we didn't weren't able to get you on on Skype, but you can hear us, right? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm on okay. the computer now. Can you hear me okay? Oh, you sound sure. fantastic, buddy. Awesome. So, yeah, if you can do video, great. If you can't, that's okay. You can no, just I've got a webcam on this one. That's fine. No problem. You just talk to us, buddy. So, and, you know, those of you out there listening or watching, if you are like, hey, I don't have the webcam, it's okay. Come on in. Talk to us. Give us your thoughts. Yeah. Kindle, so, uh, it turns out Kindle um, Skype doesn't let you do multiple callers. Ah, got you. Got you. Kindle. I gotta work. I gotta work that out on my end. That's my bad. Jay, what were you saying about Gotham Knight? Oh, that shit looks amazing. Or Gotham Knights? Yeah, yeah. Gotham Knights. Yes. Like- that's. We got Tim Drake in the game finally. Yeah, like, yeah. Man. But he was unrecognizable, right? I don't. I. I don't think he was unrecognizable in the gameplay footage. But when they were all standing there, he did look like Damien. Yeah, a little bit. Because he had like the spiky hair, and the outfit was more of that like League of Assassins inspired kind of. I know Robin outfit. None of you knew till some tweet or something like two days later. No, no, no. I literally said it like the day of. Was it? Yeah, we we both said it the day of. Yeah, no, I was like, like it looks like it looks like Tim Drake and Jay Jay was saying it sounds like he talks like Tim Drake. Right. But like but Damien, but there's a part where Bad Girl slips and uh Tim is like, Oh, don't worry, I'll I'll pretend I didn't see that. And that's like <laughs> totally a Tim thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's not Damien at all. Yeah. It's like, man, he, he talks like Tim. And then Larry was like, I think it is Tim. And then I was like, I think you're right. Like, yeah. But it's sad, though, because Jay had to, like, there was a part of him that was doubtful simply because they right. have kept this fool out of games for so long. Oh. <laughs> that Jay, Jay was like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to be Tim Drake because video game developers hate Tim Drake. <laughs> it looked like Damien, too. So it's like, how did you find out it was Tim? So we found out it was Tim because once the site went live, like the actual video game website, right? Each character has like a page, like a profile page, and it says who they are. And, and that was fandom or their fandom presentation. Well, it's it's the video game website. Like, why would the website be? No, a no, no. I'm 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 asking because you said it's the same day, and you're watching fandom or figuring out fandom. Oh no, no, that was it. No, the confirmation came like a day later, maybe or two. which is what I said earlier, and you guys told me it's the same day. But I'm saying I said the same day that I think it's Tim Drake. No, no, the confirmation that it was like you guys didn't find out that it actually was till the next day. Okay, sure, Mo. Yeah, <laughs> sure, Mo. 
We didn't no, find I'm out. I'm trying to see like how good these these fandom presentations are. Like, you, I mean, you None have the presentations that. were good. No, well, they, I didn't watch no, it. This that that, that conversation that presentation was good. It doesn't. It didn't go and say who each character was, um, as far as like their names and all that kind of stuff in the presentation. They just used their code names, obviously, because it's Robin. There's multiple Robins you could choose from, mm-hmm. but realistically, I think I mean we knew it was either Tim Drake or Damien, and right. so because you already had Red Hood and you had Nightwing. So, you know, that's like, which are only one person can be, or yeah, there's only, well, you only get those Robins or those people as those people. So we knew who their identities were. So for the, from what you saw in the presentation, it was a coin toss till the next day. I wouldn't have said it was a coin toss. I was very convinced it was Tim Drake. Okay. But but I, I would have been shocked to find out it was Damian Wayne, but. We it got was confirmation. Po- was it still a possibility from what you saw? Oh, I mean, yeah, anything's possible, Not right? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, I'm saying because I mean, you said like you didn't know. Yeah, I think that the strangest part of this whole thing is that this game is not a part of like the whole Arkham Universe thing. That's it's like strange. you don't think that's strange? Well, sto- well, story wise, it's stupid. Why is it stupid? Because it, it well from the trailer, I get that that Batman has died. And yeah, that's so what he Gotham, says. The family has to come together to protect Gotham. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they should be battling for the cow at this point, right? Well, no, you protect the people first, right? No, maybe they are because the the symbolism of a Batman in Gotham is what what scares criminals away from, from committing as much crime as it normally would. Mm, so you feel like someone should take the mantle first and then you fight everybody. Yeah. But that didn't even happen in the comic. That's true. They fight the criminals and then they battle for the cow. Right? They, were, they were protecting the city and then kind of simultaneously fighting for the cow. But there was still... But they're what? not doing a battle for the cow in this game. They're well, just how do you know that? And being individual because they're, they're just going off and being their own. They're all together, like just hanging out. Like, okay, well, you go that way, I'll go this way. They're not. They're not trying to decide. That could be. That could be the. That could be the missed. The gameplay that I saw, but Red Hood was beating the shit out of Tim. <laughs> Look. That might be the whatchamacallit, that might be the uh the the PvP aspect of this game to see who gets the cow. <laughs> if you're doing a game with everybody but Batman and you're gonna have a battle for the cow, you save that for the next game. Well, for, first mean, of all, was he beating the, the crap out of out of Tim while wearing the cow? <laughs> no, he had his uh, helmet on. They're fighting for the cow, they gotta <laughs> put the ladder. They got to put the ladder in the middle of the ring and climb up to grab the cow to win. Oz, that's it. Come on, dude. First, first of all, though, I mean, helmet and the cow. It was an it was an amazing thing to look at. I will say this: like 
and and I'm sure that you all agree with me here. Like ba- Batman is not actually dead. Like nah. that that's not like Batman is not dead in this story. Uh, Batman ain't dead. He's just Batman DLC. Not dead in any story. <laughs> He's just DLC. Who <laughs> created the resurrection machine? Listen, man. I mean, I'm just saying, like, he's he's not dead. And so, yeah, right. Like, Batman will probably end up being DLC. It's it's a Court of Owls story as well. So, shoot. For all we know, Batman might be the the final boss. You know what I'm saying? It's like who knows, That's man. Too because if it's Court of Owls, Batman ain't a, ain't an owl. Grayson is an owl. Well, my guy, it's a different owl, story. I guess I could say. They're not. They're not. They're not saying like, oh, well, we're we're this is canon. Yeah, they're telling you a video game story, but they're Why not even adapt either. Huh? They're not even trying to adapt a comic story either. Like right. they're just doing their own thing. Like they're not even trying to be a sequel to Arkham. No. Oz says F that. Yeah, Suicide Squad <laughs> that is going to be connected to Arkham. Yes, that game. Yeah. What did you think about that? that one? Goofy too. That looks goofy too. <laughs> yeah, at least the Gotham Nice game visually looks like it's going to be good to look at. Whatever my problems with the story, it looks like it's going to be fun to play. It looks like it's going to be a great visual experience. It looks like a modern game. The Suicide Squad game to me looks like like Fortnite reskinned. <laughs> I can see that. You definitely get Fort some Fortnite vibes off of it, especially when you start messing with. With Captain Boomerang, I don't know what exactly he's doing. Like it looks like he got tapped into the Speed Force or something. I don't know. I think he's teleporting through the boomerang, which is weirder. (laughs) 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 It's like I don't feel like that would help me. You know what it is? They fucked up and uh, got that boomerang from uh, Spider Man mixed with Speed Demon, and they're like, oh. That's it. That's it. It's like the walls are coming down between these universes already. <laughs> but no, nah, man, I will say this. The the character design isn't bad, uh, even though they do have um, a black dead shot, which, you know, I don't that's know. Not, that's not bad. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just like... No yeah. more black people in games. No, no, definitely black people in games, but they don't have to be dead shot. Like, let them be something else. They're, they're black characters that are in the Suicide Squad, right? Like, why don't we use those? It, it, it's not just that that he's a black dead shot. I also don't like that the the way the the way the the character. It, it's like Bane in the dead shot outfit. Why is it Bane? But I like how he's, like, he's just huge. He's like, it's not just that he's black. <laughs> <laughs> For real, right? But no, dude, he's not that big. You're talking crazy right now. Like Bane would, he would have to be like King Shark size to be like Bane. He's not that big. He's, he's just King Shark in that game. You're, and why you're smart all of a sudden? And why what? Oh, why is King Shark smart? Is that what you said? Yeah, it's like they took the King Shark from the from the Harley Quinn animated. They probably did. That is definitely not the King Shark from the Harley Quinn animated. That joint, that that, that King Shark is funny. I love that. That's my favorite King Shark. <sighs> I don't think so. <laughs> the shit right. with his brother, dude. It's it's very funny. It's just not no. King Shark, and Look, I I'm over it. I'm what, over it. But it's funny. King shark. What do you want in a King Shark? 
I, actually, uh, I like the the Flash King Shark. Right. If we're not no, talking, if we're not had, talking animated, had no had no kind of character, nothing. He's just no, as I mean, as the Flash on water. He, but I'm saying, like, you're, you're acting like King Shark is usually like this deep character in anything. He's yeah, not that's usually. I, that's why I love the, the Harley Quinn because it gives me something to like about him. But but King Shark's not supposed to be likable. Why not? He's like a force of nature kind of character, you know what I mean? It's like, and you know, and don't hey, listen, I'm not mad at it. I, I'm not telling you you need to like the other version. I'm just saying for me, it's like that's kind of what I'm used to, and so that's what I think. I, I don't know if I would say I would prefer it because the Arkham take some people. I mean, are, I'm sorry, the, some, some people are used to Confederate statues. <laughs> that's true I, I was going to say that I find I, I'm actually interested to learn more about the uh, Suicide Squad video game take because it is allowing King Shark to have a character but it seems as though he might still kind of have that vicious streak in him that I like well, about the, the actual character like you know well, I don't, you know I don't... voices him right no who is it Samoa Joe oh really I didn't know that yeah that's interesting. And you know, and the, the funny thing is, like King the King Shark and the Harley Quinn joint is uh is Devin Funches, and that guy's really hilarious, and he won me over. But I like I rather I rather like I I want King Shark to act more King Sharkish, even though he does it a little bit. That remind, remind me after the show to tell you all about or ask you all about another animated series with, with Devin Funches in it. But the thing is, like, we're doing a show. I think after the show. Yeah, but what, the audience can't hear that. <laughs> no, what? I'm asking you all to remind me, so I tell you, never mind. You know what? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never, look, you know what? You know, don't look. Definitely don't don't I, I don't want to even want to tell y'all about it no more. I'm good. Uh a weird suicide, way to segue into lower decks. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right? Because right, Suicide Squad had no gameplay anyway. Uh I'm mad at just real quick, I'm mad at the the either I don't know if you want to call it a nightstick or a tonfa that they gave Batgirl. I it feels very unnecessary. And it was just one of those things where it's like everybody else has a weapon, so we need to give her a weapon. And I think it would actually been better if they didn't give her a weapon and, you know, maybe give her more like gadgety stuff, which I think they all have gadgets, maybe. But well, real quick, I guess a question I have because I didn't see it. Uh-huh. What's the gameplay look like? It's not like Avengers where it's like you just have a no. bunch of characters with a similar type of gameplay. No, it's it's Arkham. Yeah. Okay. But Multiple but that's the thing. Arkham. I mean, I'm going to say yes and no, because obviously it's like basically built on like that Arkham combat. Or at least it looks like it is. But. And when you say, do the characters play similar? It's like, well, yeah, it's the Bat family. They all have the same skill sets, right? So you, it's just they might have little things here and there that make them a little different. The only thing that I kind of that kind of bugs me is that it does that weird, like, which a lot of games are doing this, and I don't know why, but because uh, this bugged me about the Avengers game, too, where they did the whole, um, like, the whole weird kind of like neon colory thing for everybody, where you it's mean like you know eighties aesthetic. It's not an eighties aesthetic. It's just that it, they like everybody's weapons glow, 
And it's like, I know that, you know, Nightwing, sometimes he has those, like his things glow, his, uh, what are those called? I can't even remember. They're Kali sticks. Eskrima Thank stick. you. There you go. Both both of you are right. Right? <laughs> or actually, no, the Kali sticks. No, no, they are Kali sticks too, but right? The style is called Kali Eskrima. So they, it, oh, oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, cool. Right. So you're both right. So, like, I know some people have drawn them in the comics where they glow. I've never seen um, a, a staff that that a Robin has had that glows. Does that has that been a thing too? I never like. I know, that. like you know, usually when they have like a bow staff or whatever, like it's just a regular bow staff. It might be a, like a color, like it might be like a green bow staff, but they you know they basically put like colors on it and they made they put colors on her her nightstick thingy or her tonfa or whatever and i'm just like i don't like it and just have like a random little glowy thing that it felt it felt unnecessary to me i felt like it would have been really cool if she was like unarmed and just was holding her own but you know i guess it makes sense for her to have some sort of weapon but i think they could have done something different that would have been cooler so but yeah, we should. Uh, oh, go ahead. The studio that's doing uh, Gotham Knights. It's the studio that made Arkham Origins, isn't it? It's Rocksteady. So no, Rocksteady did the three basic Arkham games. Then you have that other one, Arkham Origins, that wasn't Rocksteady. The bad one. Yeah. I. That's I the thought, prequel. I thought Rocksteady was doing the Arkham Knights game. No, Rocksteady is doing Suicide Squad. Oh, they're doing oh, they're doing Suicide Squad. Okay. So oh it's uh then is it oh because the name during the Silicon Knights? No, that's not right. No, the one the one that's doing Gotham Knights, it said something like Warner Brothers Montreal something studio. Right. And I'm I'm pretty sure that's the one that did Arkham Origins. That you, you're probably right, and and that was not well received. It was decent, but it wasn't rock steady. Okay, that's fair. That's uh, fair. Let's get into this lower decks. Uh, okay. Are we doing? Are we gonna do heavy metal minute first, or are we gonna do it? No, it? no, we'll do it after. Okay, let's do lower decks. Let me do this review. Review. Uh, like review. <laughs> well, not not like that, but like. All right. So, uh, oh yeah, it, you're absolutely right, Heck. It is that what you call it. It is the same studio. All right, Star Trek Lower Decks. Let's talk about it. Oz, what do you think of Star Trek Lower Decks? It's uh, somebody trying to make Rick and Morty in a Star Trek universe, but they've never watched Star Trek. <laughs> okay. What'd you say, Mo? Or, or oh. have the same creativity that like a Harmon would have. 
I, it's I, not funny. I didn't enjoy it. Well, uh, the guy that did it, he um, he actually worked on Rick and Morty. Right, and they yeah. got rid. Of him. He sucked. I get it. <laughs> did Did they get rid of him, or did he leave to go make a Star Trek animated series? Well, he left to go do Solar Opposites, and then he did Star Trek. Look, Solar Opposites isn't that great either. It's oh, better wow. X, but it's not, you know, it's not on par with the Rick and Morty yeah. that everybody's trying to emulate. I, I did right. I, I did explain it when we were watching it with Emily. Like, it does feel like a diluted version of, like, all these. Like, if you start from Community down through Rick and Morty, <laughs> Star Trek Lower Decks, it is like a distilled version. And you can see the actual flow of the distillation just by the people working on it. Oh, wow. Wait, so is this guy, is it like the, the is it Royland? Is it the partner? No, the McMahon. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. So we're like third generation. Mm-hmm. He didn't write on Rick and Morty, but then he did Solar Opposites with Royland, and then uh-huh. he did Star Trek Lower Decks on his own. Wow. But I'm not going uh, to say that as a bad thing either. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I see it as a full circle for him like seeing what he worked on in the past is like oh he clearly liked star trek and now he just he's got the pull to work on a star trek project right right i, I would say the opposite that he he never watched star trek in his life <laughs> again now i'm judging it as somebody who's never watched star trek in their life like, that's fair that's so i fair. enjoy it. and i mean i have watched star trek but it's okay. I like this. Jay, uh, what did you think of Lower Decks, Star Trek Lower Decks? Oh, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really funny. Um, it felt Star Trek-y to me. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, everyone's comparing it to Rick and Morty. I would compare it more to... Um, Final Space? Say again? Final Space? Yeah. Yeah. Like fun mm-hmm. space with, with the Star Trek motif, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, I mean, I actually thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Word. Now, Word. It, it, this is a question I had watching it for Oz. I know Larry, you like Star Trek, but not like how Joe does or Oz does. And oh, uh, okay, well, I mean, how many how many novels have you read, Larry? I mean, not a lot. How many? Like, I, I think one. Okay. Maybe. Joe, how I think it was you? the I think it was Star Trek X-Men. <laughs> Joe, how many have you read? Uh four. Four. Right. He has a specific number. Oz, I, I don't think he's probably read any because he's Oz, but he's watched every episode from every generation like three times. Oh, dude. So wait, I'm getting knocked because I didn't watch Voyager? No, no I'm <laughs> I mean, I last night. Yeah, I actually so, think Lawrence might like he hasn't read as many books as me, but he definitely has watched more than me. Yeah, but I mean, you do extra shit, like extracurricular credit, like shit, <laughs> you know. Dang, um, Larry doesn't like. I, I've hung out with like Joe. I'm a fake ass Star Trek fan. It's not even that. Like I've hung out with who <laughs> brings up Star Trek. I've hung out with Oz, and he brings up Star Trek. I've hung out with you, Larry. Star Trek never comes up. I think I mean, one, that might be tr- that might be true. I don't. I don't. I listen. I, yeah, no, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I am not like if you're saying to me like 
Star Trek is not one of my larger, my bigger fandoms, I would agree with you 100%. Which but is why I end the question. Watch. Okay, that's fair. Which is like, <laughs> this show, like me, I've watched episodes here and there from everything, like one or two. Uh, original series I enjoyed. Abrams I enjoyed. Now, like, watching this, I felt like, oh, this is the one I can watch. <laughs> Instead of watching other stuff, but still get some of what I should from other things. Like, the in terms of motifs and themes and shit like that. Or a depiction of Starfleet. You know what I mean? Like, is this a good thing for me in that respect? No. I think... Yes. No, it's a, it's a horrible uh, depiction of Starfleet. The uh, the writers on the show have, have no idea. They, they just throw they're just throwing Janeway here, Picard there, and oh look, we're we're Star Trek. That's it. it it's a it's a show in space, and you know with a with a Star Trek skin on it to make you feel like it's Star Trek. But if they can't even get like deck levels right on on their maps, the the stuff that goes on on this ship, it's just it, it's not it's not Star Trek. Now, when you say they can't get deck levels right, are you talking about the characters in the show, or are you talking about the show, the, the, the writers on the show? Like, what what decks did they mess up? Deck one is is the bridge. On the show, they're staying in the lower decks. They're they're um, they're where they're living. Their little barracks are mm -hmm. deck four at the bottom of the ship. So already okay. they're, they're already they, they don't they don't know what they're talking about. So so deck one is the bridge. Yes. So anything below that would be what deck two, deck three, deck four. You know, depending on on the on the type of ship how many decks it has and so you're saying you're saying the decks are numbered from from top to bottom not bottom to top right and on the show they're in what deck they're there where they live is they call it deck four and they point it out as the bottom of the ship that's why it's called lower decks below I, the bridge it, yeah, it is right. below the bridge definitely. so so if one is the bridge and everything it gets numbered lower, and then the show has the lowest being the four, and then the bridge being one, like what's the problem? He he's, well, he's trying to say that it should be like the the lowest deck should be a big number. There's more than four. There's more than four decks on this show, oh. but it's not titled lowest deck. <laughs> but then when they when they're when they're talking about being in deck four, they start deck one at the bottom. Oh. So they go from the bottom up. Oh, okay. I'm, right. Listen, I, I'm sitting here like, I don't I don't know that I've ever heard of the bridge referred to as deck one. Well, that's why I didn't talk to you. No, and I could tell, I could tell that really they just kind of like Wikipedia, some Star Trek stuff, because the people were nutting themselves because they talk about Cetacean Ops and Nobody knows what the fuck Citation Ops is. Are we still cussing on YouTube? No. I just oh my bad. Sorry, let one fly. 
but I get very emotional about this stuff. It, it just feels like they took a bunch of Wikipedia stuff and like this isn't getting monetized stuff to throw in the show to make people think like they actually know what they're talking about, and they don't. They just don't. Jeez. Now, Joe, you said yes. Yeah. Let me know why. Because I enjoyed the show, so it's like, oh, this is going to be a Star Trek that I could watch. I think it's a good show because the characters that you're getting are the type of backstory characters that you'll see in Star Trek episodes. Mm-hmm. Like Maybe there'll be like one episode, but this has the feel of like all those random one-off episodes. And that's what I wanted from a, a Star Trek Lower Decks. Like I wanted the stories about those people. Like I, I was actually speaking to Lawrence about, about this uh, earlier. Like I, I, I want a whole show of Barkley. Wait, wait, wait. You, of speak, Barkley. you speak to Lawrence off air? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I want a whole show of broccoli, and that—that's what this is. <laughs> broccoli. <laughs> yeah, this—that is one of the dynamics I did like about this show that it was character-driven, even though there was a lot of them for a, mm-hmm. you know a twenty-minute sitcom type, and they still managed to give you a little bit of everybody in a way that's entertaining and flows right. I, I actually I was surprised to enjoy it because. I did enjoy Final Space, and this felt like from the art style to the vibe in the trailer, I was like, dude, this is a knockoff of fucking Final Space. But Mm -hmm. Final Space has its merits that are better. I wouldn't say it's an entirely better show than this one. It's like, ah, fuck this show. Like, you can watch both. (laughs) You'd be doing, from my perspective, you could do both. I I really enjoyed this show a lot. I enjoyed the characters a lot. So this is my Star Trek. Thanks to Joe, because he echoed what I felt watching it, which was, I, I really like the characters. Like, it, I have to say, just situationally, I, I love this first episode where it's all about second contact. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, like, it's funny, yeah. but then it's, again, like, it's necessary. Right. But it makes sense. A show can't focus on, but. People going in and you know making sure they spell the name of the planet right and like all that shit like mm-hmm. that was hilarious to me and mm-hmm. it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that is actually something that would have to happen. Mm-hmm. And the captain and your Rikers and your Cisco's mm-hmm. are just not yeah. gonna be able to do that shit. But I I think that that's what at least to me made it feel like Star Trek because all it does, the show does is expand on the ideas that you get from the normal Star Trek shows and just kind of takes it the one extra step where it's like, okay, what would have to happen next? And it's not like the adventure part of things. Right. Which is okay, especially for co- comedic purposes and with these but characters. This show is an adventure in and of itself too. Definitely. Um, and and as you get further in, the characters expand in ways where you're like, oh, so you, you kind of get like a little bit of a taste of the uh, the archetypal type people that you're used to seeing in Star Trek. Right. Uh, I, I th- This show has made me a Trekkie. 
<laughs> Listen, don't let Oz know. He's like, no, that's, you, that's, why you can't, that's why I wanted to get his like perspective because it is like I thought about that. Like I when they said, I, you know, I watched every episode out. Like <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I just I didn't want. We were supposed to watch the pilot. I watched every episode. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, now CBS has my money, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, uh it, that was the the thing like when they, they mentioned the oh well, you got to do the Janeway protocol in this one se sequence and yeah. I'm like I, I know exactly what that means just from you know being a virgin till my twenties or late teens <laughs> and uh, you know it made sense to me and I'm like oh that's that's awesome that they do that I knew what it meant I knew how it worked and you know and uh but that's why i'm like you know what it, i gotta get oz's answer and i i see his point i i can see it but it's like that's like me liking the jj abrams one too you know you you saying that this show has made you a trekkie would be like me saying that the eternals movie it makes me a kirby fan yeah, yeah i it, you know at this point at this point who cares Really, <laughs> like, people are violating the Constitution, the 14th Amendment, just violating, going straight to the execution, and uh, you know, and nobody gives a shit because now we have sports, um, you know, so it, it's fine. Like you, you can be a Kirby fan too, like as much as I'm a Trekkie. Actually, a bunch of sports teams are boycotting. Right yeah. now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still a good distraction. They were there was ratings for those baseball strike back in the day. Yeah, the distraction. So Oz, is it a thing where you're like, did you only watch like the first episode, or did you go beyond it? No, I, I watched uh, a couple others because there, there's a lot of shows that I've hated at the beginning, and then got better. I mean, Harley Quinn is the best example. I trashed all over the first yeah. episode. We all did. I, yeah, and then, like, towards the end of the, of the first season, I was in love with that show. I, I couldn't yeah. wait for season two. Shoot, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Ugh. Nah, I'm, st I'm still mad at that. Although I forgot to do my review for the final episode. Oh, dude. That's even... If you hit like and subscribe and the bell, I'll do a, uh, a watch-along for you guys. You heck. I don't, want to, I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. The full two part. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, Oz. I don't know what to tell you because I feel like it does a good job of like, like what I like about it is that it, it definitely like expands on ideas that we already know in Star Trek. And then the other part I like it is it's funny, but it never makes fun of Star Trek. Which is like... I don't think it's that funny. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear you say that earlier. <laughs> on the humor level, it, 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 hits a, it has a couple misses, but there's still good character moments, so I attribute it to, like, weird comedy. Like... It's a deeper storytelling, you know what I mean? Like, um, well, we're gonna talk about Infinity Train, but it's like that too. Where I 
like some aspects were like really random and cartoony, but they're really deep character shit. And it's like, yeah, maybe if I don't laugh, I can actually listen to something that'll add to this. Yeah. Well, I will say this: it is watch them back to back. (laughs) It's supposed to be funny. So if if you didn't, if it didn't make you laugh, then maybe it's not that funny either to you. But okay. But if you go into this show having seen what you thought they ripped off, which was Final Space, it would be like if they're ripping that dynamic off from Final Space, like it's a good thing to rip off and you'd be okay with it. Because Final Space is like, I I don't want to say like, it it is like, I mean, Joe, you know, like it's it's almost slapsticky humor, like lowbrow. But it's deep character moments too, you know. Right. And when something isn't that funny in this lower decks, it kind of near a character moment too, to a degree. The, the type of character they tell they, they give you, at least I guess it depends on the situation and show. But the ones that I I felt weren't that funny were good character moments. I don't know if that makes any sense. I get it. I will say with with you all having mentioned Final Space in the past and and the similarities for um, for Lower Decks, I, I went to try to go watch it, but, but <laughs> I heard you cry. Say, well, it was only available on Hulu. It seems like Dude. even even on demand, it started on like season two. And I was like, oh, I want to use mine, it. borrow mine. Okay. <laughs> but I was like, oh. They even yeah. let you do profiles now. Oh, wow. Well, so, don't have to mess up your algorithm. <laughs> right. Yeah. One thing I hate is when people come in my shit and fuck up my algorithm. Right. <laughs> well, okay. Technically, I'm more concerned with my watch list. Because I have a friend that always comes into my, like, when I let him borrow my digital shit, mm. he always fucks with my watch list. <laughs> and I hate that shit. I, I hate it so much. <laughs> well, there you go. So, yeah. I so, always uh, fuck up my algorithm on YouTube. Oh, do you? Well, shoot, the algorithm on YouTube has been doing all types of weird stuff lately. So, I don't. it might not even be you anymore. It might just be YouTube. You watch girl. one news video. And everything gets screwed up. <laughs> oh man! So, okay. Moses. Yes. Okay. And do we still have Oz or is Oz gone now? We should. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, awesome! Awesome. So, Oz, what would you rate Star Trek Lower Decks? Out of five. Yes, out of five. Uh, having seen. Two episodes, I'm gonna say two and a half. Watch the third one. <laughs> That's gonna be the turning point. <laughs> it might not, but you know I look it, I, I don't know. I mean look, Discovery, I hate it like up to episode like four or five. I think it was like halfway through the season where I finally thought it got good. Yeah. I didn't get interested till like episode eleven. Jeez, really? I like Discovery from episode well, I mean, I haven't seen it. They just told me about episode 11. Oh, jeez. I, I would describe each episode to Mo. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's how I was able to sleep those nights. He just narrated to me. And then we went to like the, the museum exhibit at Comic-Con and Mo was like all excited. Like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. <laughs> and then it's like, and then I'm like, I'm, you know what? I'm going to start watching it. And he's like, oh, no, that's over. Like, it's new shit now. <laughs> like, oh, never mind. I'm out. So, uh, Moses, Star Trek, Lower Decks? Uh, I'm going to give it a, a good four out of five. I don't know what would keep it from a five, uh, but I don't want to be too hopeful. But I did see, like, in at the end of the pilot, they did these, like, like a montage, a quick montage, jump cutty to what's going to happen later on. And I did see some kind of cosmic horror stuff that gave me that uh, final space vibe. But I haven't seen, like... It might just be just a one-off episode, which is cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I like that, but it doesn't feel too rip-off of <laughs> Final Space, and uh, so yeah, so uh, yeah, good four, four and a half. Like I, I really enjoyed it, and like I said, it made me a Trekkie, even though I, I enjoy. I, I do want. I know they did mention Sulu, but I, did, I would like to see his, him do a little, little voice <laughs> in. Lower decks, you know. <laughs> Jay, what would you rate lower decks? I would give it a four out of five. Like mm. I thought it was funny, entertaining, and an interesting aspect of Star Trek that I don't I don't feel like we've seen enough of. Yeah, I agree with with you two. Not Oz. I give it a four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's fun. I like it a lot. I think the characters are interesting. Uh, interesting. I'm I'm actually um, interested to see where the story goes, like the through line, because uh, I feel like it could be pretty interesting. So, yeah, I'd suggest you all check it out if you haven't already. So yeah, it sounds like I'm the only one that didn't get a CBS check. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. I mean, I'm rolling around as CBS money. I'm, like, I'm still mad at CBS because when I actually did sign up for it, it didn't work for three months, and I still paid for three months. That's messed oh, up. Man, that sucks. Yeah, I had the trial, and in the trial, they didn't let me watch Big Bang Theory or um, what's the, the, the Supergirl, which is what I got it for when it first came out. So then I'm like, oh, well, you know, it might be a trial thing. You know, I'll pay for the first month. It, it, it kept crashing. Two months crashing, three months crashing. After that, I'm like, you know what? I'm never giving them any money. And yeah. I'm still not technically. <laughs> well, you not being able to see Big Bang Theory is just like they're doing you a favor. I don't know, man. HBO Max got it on point. They upscaled everything. Like I got like 4K quality. You can see it after like, the fact. I, I, the show's over now. Yeah, so like I, I'm getting like 4K. Like I, 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 Sheldon had Invisalign in season two. <laughs> like that, that they upscaled the shit out of that. Like that's one thing about HBO Max. I have my criticisms about it, but they upscaled the shit out of everything old they got. Like I'd never seen it in that quality ever. HBO gave you what CBS couldn't. And like they got my money, 
Like that's that's <laughs> that that's the whole point I'm making. Like, give me my money. Give yeah. me my money. Give me my money. <laughs> it's like I, like HBO. Like we're not going. You know what? Let me do. Oz, you leaving right now, right? If he hasn't already. Oh, I guess Oz. Okay. Cover your ears, yo. <laughs> right, <there you> <laughs> I had to unplug the Skype machine. All right. <laughs> but yeah, he's gone. So, uh, you know, let me do this heaven metal minute and we'll get into Infinity Train because I got to talk about HBO Max and its virtues and detriments too. Okay. Sounds good. My computer's slow. It's okay. Never mind. No, it's not acting. Uh, it's acting up. I mean, talk amongst yourselves if you want, because it's that oh. my for some reason my my computer doesn't want to read external storage now. Okay, <laughs> no worries. Look, we've all we've all been there. We've all been there. Um, I'm trying to think. We were just we were just talking about um, lower decks. It's like, and, and this is also I guess we should, or one of the things that we didn't mention was that this was the first animated joint that has come out since the animated series. Like, in, like was that the seventies? Yes. Yeah. That was, I like that too. It wasn't that's, like this, but right, that's pretty crazy. Just the fact that there hasn't been anything animated Star Trek for that long. Uh, yeah. Not to say that start like animation is where you would necessarily think of going to get get Star Trek, but it's just one of those things where it's such a popular franchise that you would have thought that it, somebody would have done it again <laughs> at some point. But I don't know. I guess. They were just like, we don't want to do that yet. What did you guys think about the art style? I mean, I think it's good. It's it's good tonal or tonally for what it's trying to do. Like if it was a serious story, I don't know that I would want it to look like that. But because it was comedy, it feels like it fits properly. Like it looks like Final Space. <laughs> like, yeah. but it looks like Final Space. In yeah. fact, when I saw the one doctor, the cat person. Yeah, like, the cat person. Like, like <laughs> I don't remember cat people in no. Star Trek. There's but never been. Like fucking avoc uh, avocado. avocado. Like, is cat's name avocado? avocado? Avocado. Oh, oh. Like Spanish gato. Oh, got you. Right. She looks a lot like him. Yeah. yeah. TigerCon chat says Star Trek Lower Decks has a character who's from that alien race who are a race of cat people. Which, yes, it does. What? But I'm saying that race didn't exist before the show, right? I never, never seen Yeah. From my knowledge. Like, they were in that book I hate. Oh, there was a, there was a Star Trek book with cat people in it? No. There are cat people in another book I hate. Uh, <laughs> a fucking final countdown book. Uh, 
I was gonna tell Larry, like, you see, that's why I asked him if that's the show I should watch. For sure. It was literally the first thing when I saw the trailer that I was like, they have a cat alien. I'm like, Star Trek doesn't have any cat aliens. Which like, is it kind of it's weird that they got so like for Star Trek um standards, that's kind of like unimaginative, you know? Yeah, they have yeah, so I mean, many interesting designs on civilizations and people and characters, and it's like if you want a character to stand out, like the cat's not the way to do it, you know. But you know, I I'll go ahead, Jay. Um, one of my favorite characters is fuck. I forgot what her race is called, and I think there is one in the show, Lower Decks. But this the symbiotic race, where oh yeah, all it does is like they have spots. No, oh, yeah, it's like so trill, right? Yeah. And it's like a like it's unoriginal, but it still works. But I wouldn't call it like the apex of originality. Yeah, but but uh, you like here's the thing though. I kind of feel like you know you don't like that's not what you go to Star Trek for in regards to like the most imaginative aliens. Like all the all the aliens are humanoid in Star Trek, and yeah, they're gonna have like facial prosthetics or all kind of stuff and. A lot of that just stems from the history of the show. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like looking at a Dalek by today's standards. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And being like, that's the main reason why I don't watch that show. Why? Because of Daleks? Yeah, they look terrible. It's like what a. But you can't judge it by today's standards. It's a it's a design from a robot from the. Friggin' fifties or same. Right. Those are the 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 robot they exterminate. Yeah, they have one plunger on one hand and a egg beater on the other. Ah yes. They look like the thing that goes around Walmart now looking for messes. Yeah. Right. And that's the whole thing. But it's like, you know, obviously Star Trek only had so much that it could do when it got created and you know it's like you know like and and so it that's what the aliens look like you know it's like so you kind of give it a little bit of a pass and you know it's like that like the when you go and you're like trying to make things feel like star trek you have to go in those kind of directions like if all of a sudden there was like some random like you know I mean, shoot. I mean, honestly, the, the cat person was enough to stand out for me. I was just like, if if I saw that in a live action Star Trek movie, I kind of be like, where, what, what's that doing? Like, you know, it was, you know, it was funny. There's a really funny scene in Deep Space Nine. Mm -hmm. So there's one episode where they time travel back to the original Star Trek. Oh yeah, with the triple. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at one point. Uh, they're like, look at the Klingons, right? And they're like, look completely different, like yeah. just the original designs. And they go right. to Worf, like, and like, dude, what's that about? And he's just like, we don't talk about that, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. This uh, heavy metal minute's ready, I think. Okay. Cool. So brace yourself. Uh, you heard me talk about the weird story about the band Arsimus, Arsums, 
uh, they're banned from Iran and they're, uh, in, they were imprisoned for playing satanic music and heresy and anti-government shit in the great old land of, uh, of Iran. Now, um, they were urging to, you know, hey, if you can't buy some CDs and, and merch or, or whatever to help them out so they can make bail, so they could be, uh, they, they can get out of jail and eventually wait for their trial. So the news broke a few days after that. I bought one of their albums. You're listening to some of it over under me right now. Um, and uh, yeah, they made bail, $15,000 or something. And uh, they got out. But now they skipped bail. They're gone. They left Iran. They're out in the wind. <laughs> you can't find them. And I don't know where they're going to turn up. There's not a lot of uh, nations taking in refugees right now with everything that's going on in the world. So, yeah, uh, we're probably going to hear from them when they reach a place like Norway or France or, or something like that. But we'll see. We'll see where they're at. Um, in the meantime, they did send me a message because I was one of the people that bought uh, an album. <clears throat> and uh, I got on their mailing list and here's what their statement says. Hi, guys. As you may know, the news Arsamis or Arsamis band members sentenced to 15 years in prison, but they they escaped from Iran for not going to jail. Now this sounds a little weird because there you know there's a language barrier. They are outside of the country and not stable, waiting to find a chance for rocking in a free world. So please be patient for your orders. They will try to send all physical orders as soon as they can. Just please understand their condition and keep supporting metal. Respect to all arsonists. So yeah, so they they're still communicating with people, but we don't know when we're gonna get our physical copy, which I'm okay with. Like, I wanted them to get out of jail, and that's that's what I did. And the way that Bandcamp works, because you you were able to buy it through Bandcamp, is when you buy something physical, you can just stream it and download like copies of it in different file formats, like. Uh, the FLAC file, you know, the lossless compression type. You can do the Apple lossless, MP3, Wave, whatever you want to listen to music in. And yeah, so I got my copy digitally and uh, it was worth it. 15 bucks well spent. Keep on rocking arsons. And in other news, uh, Behemoth is teasing something. Uh, they sent an email if you're on their mailing list saying, be the first to know. And then you click a link, you sign up for another mailing list, and they start sending you cryptic stuff. One thing they sent me was a video clip that's on their YouTube, but you can't, unless you click the link, you can't see it. And uh, it, it looks like the spooky video filter with some ominous musical sounds, not necessarily music, but kind of ambiance. And uh, so they might be teasing a, a, a video or a new single. It seems a little short to be to have a new album, but they're probably because they just released an EP and an album last year. So I, I think they're probably doing a video. They're finally able to, to get together and film a video. So we'll see. Um, it seems like they're going to have a full statement on, I want to say Friday the 21st that's what it sounds like and that's what it looks like but we'll see usually that's when everything comes up but yeah i'm moses magnum this has been a heavy metal minute
so apparently these cat people have been in Star Trek for a while. Get out of here. Uh, they first appeared in the animated series. The Star Trek animated series? Yeah. From the 70s? Yes. That's why we haven't seen them. They're like, uh, they're, keep that Trek, right. they're in Star Trek for The Voyage Home. What? I don't remember them there. I don't either. Um, they are mentioned in Deep Space Nine and Enterprise. What are so, they called? They're Cat. called Kaitians. I'm not <laughs> sure if I'm saying that right, but I don't know if you can access it. But I put a chat. I don't have access to the chat, but in the private chat, mm-hmm. I put in their uh, Furpedia page. Furpedia? What is Furpedia? It's like Wikipedia, but for furries. We're about to get demonetized. Are they related to the the Meowmen? No. But I I can say they're also in the Star Trek Online game. So they they actually watched and did stuff that Oz hasn't done. Dang. Like I told you, he was a fake ass Star Trek fan. Y'all didn't want to listen. Eh. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Like you didn't, you didn't know about that Wikifer. What? Why would I know about a Wikifer? The cat people. You should have known. Like we have disgraced oh. the show today. What? We gotta, we gotta fall on the sword now. Oh no. Oh wait. Let me see if I can share this. I don't. I don't think I. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Can y'all see that? Yeah, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Like it. (laughs) That's a little Disney stuff. We need to get like Mirka and Dolfo to do a uh, Katian's like comic book. (laughs) I would do that. I'm gonna do a. Tw- I'm gonna start a Kickstarter. I was like, I need to pay her to do. Well, I'm gonna do a commission, and then I'm gonna pitch the story once we get the buzz from that Kickstarter. <laughs> Man. Okay, so what's next? Infinity Train. Okay. Uh, let's talk Infinity Train. Um, <laughs> for those of you who are new to the show. Or just, I guess, only listen to the like the one or two shows where I haven't mentioned it. <laughs> the cartoon on HBO Max. Uh, it's about uh, a person will be going through some tough shit in their life, and they'll find this train with the infinite amount of cars with infinite worlds in each car. And the point of the train is to kind of work through your problems, better yourself, and eventually get off the train. So in the current season, we are following Simon and Grace, who have been around since uh, book one, season one. They made a cameo appearance in the background. Uh, Their antagonist in season two and they are the protagonist of this season. Uh, they're following, uh, they are traveling with a tuba, a gorilla, and a young girl called Hazel. 
and they are part of a group that believes that the train was invented for people and that their number should go up and that the biggest number means that you're winning and that's their philosophy so they go from train uh train car to train car fucking everything up getting the highest number they can and when simon and grace get separated from the main group they have to try and find their way back uh escorting grace and tuba to try and get back to their group the apex hazel and tuba hazel and tuba Mm -hmm. yes so mo yes you (laughs) okay so I I guess you didn't have enough time or I'm not sure but what ended up happening is that you watched the first two episodes of season one right and the eighth episode of season three yes kind of walk me through that experience Okay, so I know um, we joked about this in other episodes, link up here for post-production, um, but <laughs> um, I know that we talked about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like I only watched like the first two, three episodes, and then I was going to review the final episode. We never got to that yet. Subscribe and, and hit the bell. Maybe I'll do a, a mini blog about it. Um, and then I'm like, well, Larry texted us today at like 2 in the afternoon what are we talking about today and the one thing I didn't get to do was watch Infinity Train well actually that's not I I didn't do any of it so I had to do everything (laughs) I'm over here I don't know I was talking shit to Emily like oh Larry's asking us at 2 today what we're talking about which we talked about it you know 8 days ago Right. Well, I didn't do any of it, and Larry didn't do any of it. But I'm like, you know what? I got to do this shit right now. Luckily, I had, I did have the time. Um, I did have a preconceived notion of HBO Max. One of my criticisms is that it does feel like a dumping ground for other network stuff that wouldn't get put on there. Now, since you're paying for it, you'll have a lot of extra shit. But being that, it, it is a thing that if, like how you said earlier in this episode, Joe, I'm here for the animation. And it's like, you have if you're looking for animation there's a lot of shit there to watch and if you're looking for originals there's a lot of shit to watch and then if you're looking for what hbo traditionally is there's that and then there's what all the kids stuff that i've never seen any of so it it, it is a very diverse platform to watch things and being you know, I know the first book of Infinity Train was on Cartoon Network. So I'm like, you know what? This is they probably got canceled there. They're like, you know what? Dump it here. It's probably gonna gonna be decent. I watched these two episodes, and it was like some of the deepest shit I've ever seen in cartoons in the first five three minutes. And I'm like, and then there was like strange things. Like I don't know where she's friends with this little robot ball, but it seems <laughs> strange. But it's like, you know what? She was feeling like shit, and a train showed up, and she just jumped off. <laughs> like, so it's like, and then it's like metaphysical, weirdly Lovecraftian, where it like 
illusion of reality and perception of reality just in these two episodes. And I'm like, fuck, now I want to watch more of it, but I don't have time to do everything else I got to do for the show. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch the most current episode I can find on HBO Max. Links below for a free trial. And, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it, I watched the last one and I'm like, this is so far removed from everything I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> they actually mentioned characters and situations. And I'm like, now I'm real. I really have to go back and watch all of it. And they're short enough where I could binge them like in a the whole day. Like, you know, I, I don't even have to smoke weed. I can just sit and watch. Mm-hmm. They're fast enough to the, the they're, Paced wise, they're they're fast enough where they're um, entertaining, and they're short enough where you can get a bunch of them in in a, a good block of time. So I'm like, the experience was was really crazy. Where it's like I didn't anticipate when I talked about doing this for uh, Agents of Shield, I I didn't anticipate it having this type of payoff, and even like a spoilery aspect. Like I understood going in that there's going to be spoilers in it. Um, I didn't realize they would be this fucking crazy to the point where it's like, this is something I should have been watching. And I, I we did a, a review. I think it was just me and Joe talking about one of the episodes earlier on in se- season two. And uh, on Infinity Train or, or Agents of Shield? No, and nobody gives a shit about Inf- Agents of Shield. We're talking about Infinity Train. I right. like you talk about season two. I didn't know you. Yeah, no, we're talking about Infinity Train. Okay. And uh, and I was like, man, this is one of those things. That, like, even I remember commenting on it where, like, the concept is so, like, internal, and they're showing you this crazy shit externally, mm-hmm. and that those layers and the abstract nature of it feels like an anime, and it's not. <laughs> it's American. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know. This shit w- probably was canceled on a main, more mainstream accessible network, and HBO Max is like, no, let's keep doing it. And that's the beauty of HBO Max. Like, a lot of the shit on there is not for me, and but every now and then I'm going to find something that I probably wouldn't have found it if it wasn't on HBO Max. Now, let me go through, and yeah, I'm, I'm right about this, but basically, Infinity Train was a Cartoon Network original that was meant for HBO Max. Okay. HBO Max took a long time. Like, they've actually been planning this out for, like, a long time. So it was developed with the intent by Cartoon Network Studios with the intention of being put on HBO Max, but HBO Max just wasn't ready. So That makes a lot of sense, actually, when you say it like that. Like, Yeah. Because Infinity Train, yeah, it, it is deep. Well, and it actually feels like one of my criticisms of HBO Max is that a lot of the stuff they have doesn't feel like HBO quality things, like the types mm-hmm. of risks they take in telling stories, something like Leftovers or Carnival, you know, even some aspects of The Sopranos and Infinity Train has that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I can see why it got like in my mind when I started, I'm like, I can see why this got canceled on Cartoon Network and HBO Max has. It. Yeah. No. And one of the things, and I don't know if I said the story before, but uh, when Owen Wilson, the creator, planned out the first season, it was like he just wanted to do like the 10 episodes. That was the story he had to tell. Like that was 
as much time as he needed to tell the story he had to tell. Uh, when Cartoon Network give, uh, put in the order, they wanted 20 episodes. So instead of doing like a bunch of filler shit and like trying to expand it, he was like, you know what? We're going to do our 10 episodes and then we're just going to do another story. So instead of yeah, like trying to do like filler shit, he was like, okay, this is just going to be our second season. Mm-hmm. And it became an anthology with uh, one story resolved. And then another one is a, a new story with new characters. And then that's how they kind of got the format going for this. And uh, mm-hmm. it is unfortunate that right now, uh, Owen has been laid off. Really? And season four may not be coming. Like, mm-hmm. if we, if uh, HBO Max sees that people want more, they might rehire him to do another season. But right now, it's looking like the series ends tomorrow. Wait, why? Um, Just like, is this literally just about eyeballs on the show? I believe it, uh, yeah. It's not even eyeballs on the show. It, it's This goes deeper than that, and it goes back to my earlier prophecy during the first shutdown here, <laughs> where AT, I said AT&T is going to do a massive, like, culling of people. Mm-hmm. They're going to like downsize big time because they're not making money because mm-hmm. part, of, part of their whole business that they got into in buying Warner Media is theater stuff, comic stuff, and then cartoon stuff is is there too, but that, that's not something that you're trying to see numbers in, but it is an expense you can cut because mm-hmm. it's all about cutting expenses. Man, that sucks. You know, I'm going to keep doing my thing, keep trying to get more people to watch yeah. it, and keep doing my Twitter hashtags. I'm going I'm to keep doing your thing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what, which hashtags we're using, but I'll well, be he's, been, he's been doing it. Infinity Train HBO Max and Infinity yeah. Train Book 4. Oh, okay. Uh, those are my three tags. Uh, someone... A couple people are also doing Watch Infinity Train and Renew Infinity Train, mm-hmm. but I'm going to stick with my three. Okay. I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to DM Mr. AT&T. Nice. Yeah. His name is Matt. AT&T Matt? Yeah. Well, it's in his name, ATT at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. ATT is bad. You know, like, hey, don't cancel it. Please do. No, I just, I like what you said earlier today where you're like, so I watched the first two episodes of season one and then I watched the last episode of season three. I'm like, you're not going to have any idea what's going on <laughs> because but, you know what? I actually enjoyed that feeling. Okay. Like and that's that's fair. It's like, you know, you start a movie and you walk out and come out at the sequel. <laughs> like you fall into a black hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and which is how I watch the Harry Potter movies. But and, I see, I feel like I feel like, I do, like and you know, I'm not saying those were enjoyable experiences like this for me, but yeah. but this actually like it's like man, this is a deeper 
a deeper thing that I I I, I should have watched. And, and I know I I, I should have, but you know, shit happens. It's like one of those things though where it's Somebody like because to, yeah, never mind. Because it's like an anthology type series. Yeah. It's like what's happening at the end or the la- the latest episode of, of season three. Very well, which, you know, I haven't even seen that myself, so I don't know what's happening. But now, I know you didn't I, get to watch. Like, how far did you get? I only watched the first two episodes of season three. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I. but in my mind, I'm just like, you know, having watched season one and two and, and seen the beginning of season three, I'm just like, Nothing that happened in season one is probably really like there's no connective tissue, especially as far like you know there there's like very little connective tissue I guess I should say between season like the first couple episodes of season one and the the last the latest episode of season three. I don't know, man. They referenced stuff from episode one in the f- last episode I saw. Oh, so, well, good. Well, that, I, oh. I didn't feel like lost in the. That's sense amazing. That, I'm excited to watch that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't feel lost in the sense that. Um, well, I mean, you probably already know what's going on where you're no. at. No. Well, I know I don't. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm more versed than you are now. <laughs> it's like yeah, I don't. I don't like because you don't get. They set the stage really well, like those first yeah. two episodes, and and I'm saying those first two episodes, I feel were like literally like. I want to say like less than twenty minutes for the two of them. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm very intrigued. I'm like, dude, I might, I, I might watch the rest of it. Like, I might catch up tonight, just because it's like, like you said. I mean, it's the pacing is super, super good, and it's like not a lot of time because, and and so it's like, there's no reason to not just watch it, other than you don't want it to end. <laughs> and so it's just like, yeah. So how many more episodes we get tomorrow, Jay? We get them? Uh, two episodes. And those are the final two episodes of season three? Yes. Jesus, man. That came quick. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm unsatisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Don't demonetize I know me. Owen's been <laughs> thinking that we're not ready for it. Wow. I believe it. Yeah. I'm it's like, he's the kind of person that takes joy... And other people's pain. <laughs> like, yeah, like that, that's why uh, Moses can relate. <laughs> if he says we're not ready, he's he's gonna fuck some shit up. Like some yeah. fucked up shit is gonna happen. I don't know what, but I'm ready. Like this gotta be done. I need to see what happens. What are you gonna say, Mo? That I give the series a five out of five. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Jay, what what do you give? Oh, go ahead, Mo. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll say it after. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll say five out of five. Like, yeah. There is nothing wrong with the series. Like to my like I remember thinking that the first episode of season three was kind of dragging a little bit. But that's just because I'm anti-asshole. And it's really necessary to like set the stage. So yeah, like I, I love the series. I love from book one to two to three to hopefully four. Like I've been loving the series. And 
it's pretty much perfect. Yeah, it's fantastic. I'm gonna give it five out of five as well. It's awesome to watch. Don't ask Owen about anything that happens after or outside of a book. Like, don't ask him what happens to a character after their story is done. Because he will just make some fucked up headcanon shit (laughs) where they're dead. Did you do that or did somebody else do it? Someone else did. Mm. Like, they asked whether Tulip, a mirror Tulip, would ever meet. Mm-hmm. And he said Tulip died on a boat. It was really sad. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was wondering how like her shit ended after watching when I realized it was an anthology. Like, oh, I want now I want to go back and see how sh- her shit ended. And now, I'm, now I'm not watching anything ever. <laughs> Thanks, Owen. No. <laughs> uh it did make me want to watch Snowpiercer. Why Snowpiercer? Because there's a train and people live on a train. Oh, gotcha. Thematically, I, I haven't. Have you watched that series at all? What Snowpiercer? Yeah, not the series or oh, the, the movie. movie. Not even the movie. Well, what are you talking about? I, well, no, because there's a series in the movie. Yeah. I haven't watched either of it. But which one are you saying you want to watch? Oh, the 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 movie. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Because well, the 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 series I hear is all Blue Lives Matter like shit, like propaganda. I, I mean, I don't know. I That's haven't seen it. It hasn't okay. come out yet. But oh, I thought it came out already. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Like I didn't give a shit about Snowpiercer until I saw Infinity Train. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's out, what's not out. This the Snowpiercer movie is actually an interesting movie, in my opinion. That's what it, I hear. It, it's not great, but it's 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 different in a in and it's yeah. Like Infinity Train. Yeah. Like it's great and different. I liked I liked Snowpiercer before I knew who uh whatchamacallit was. Uh, Lung, Chris, Young Chris Dog. Oh, I thought the award-winning director. No, the guy that did that movie with the Asian people. <laughs> which which one? The one that won the Academy Award. That uh, oh, Parasite. Like, Long, yeah. What's his name? Long Dong. I I don't know his name. I don't either. <laughs> But he made Snowpiercer. Got it. <laughs> and speaking of really good dark comedies. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, what? Okay. Well, he mentioned Parasite, which was a really good dark comedy. Oh, I did not know that. I had not I haven't seen it. Oh, it's really funny. I thought I, I really thought you were gonna be like, speaking of long dogs. <laughs> no, no. Nobody wants to talk about that. Like he's only made a few movies. I, I watched Spree, which it stars the guy from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and it's about a like an Uber driver that goes on a killing spree. It is really funny, like seriously funny. Why is that funny? 
it's just the the way they do it. Like they the, his acting and their writing is just really funny. Like wow. Yeah. Like I would suggest it if you like black comedies. Oh, it's gotta be black. Because it's, it's gotta about be really... But do we have time to do hotel? Yeah. Yeah, we can do it. Okay. Why don't you so, start this up, Laura? Oh, did you guys read it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I read it. Larry, I don't think, got time to. Listen, I listen. I asked what we had to do this for what we were talking about to remind myself to make sure I wasn't missing anything. And the only thing that I had to do was watch Infinity Train, which, you know, yeah. But I had read Hotel already. I had already watched Lower Decks. I had watched DC Fandom. So we were good. <laughs> I did read Hotel. It is a book yeah. we've talked about. We talked about the first two issues, um, which is about uh, this hotel that Every appears room different room, different world. Yeah, yeah. basically uh, this hotel that appears off Route sixty six, and random people. Well, I don't know if they're random, but people <laughs> go to it, check in, and have some terrible experience that happens to them. <laughs> I mean, like, and not like, you know, random, like not normal hotel, terrible stuff, not like bed bugs or, you know, or they brought UV light. Or, say what? They brought a UV light and see all this thing. Right. Yeah. Not like that. Like some really heinous, horrific, like horror type stuff happens. And, um, it's four issue. It's a four issue series. Uh, issue four came out last week. Is that right? Last week? I believe so. Yeah, if not last week, the week before. And um, it's basically like each, there's four rooms at, at the hotel. Uh, it's what, Perot Court? Is that how you say it, I think? Perot, yeah. Perot Court has four rooms, and each of the four issues tells you the story of a different resonant of each of the rooms. And uh it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's like I don't I don't know what more you all want from me without trying to spoil stuff because I don't want to Yeah, you can spoil it. Like I mean it, the shit that happens is fun and I think people hearing it and reading it is two different experiences. I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And and I will say that you know I think the biggest compliment I can pay hotel and that's hotel with two L's um, is that reading through issues one through four of hotel, whether you read them individually or all at once will probably make you want to read through all four issues again immediately. Which is, I mean, it's, it's very few comics that I know of that make you have that feeling. I mean, I've read some, but yeah, like I literally finished issue four and was like immediately like I think I should just go back and read all of them again. So I can only yeah. one other book that made me do that. You remember what it is? Yeah, it's a hundred bullets. You're right. A hundred yeah. bullets is that kind of book too. It sucks. It's a hundred issues. So yeah. Every, <laughs> every time I would get a trade paperback, I'd read it and then read. All the way yeah. through again. Yeah. And so by the 
third trade paperback, I already knew. Like once I get a new trade paperback, I got, so now I'm on like twelve, and I, I've been on twelve for, I want to say like, fifteen years. <laughs> Have you not finished a hundred books? I haven't, because I'm like I gotta, I gotta. Sit. So now some of mine are missing, so I gotta like get them all again. And oh come on, yeah. man! And I, I'm not gonna read it. I'm not gonna read it till I read it all the way through. You put me on to hundred bullets. I know. Damn, you gotta finish it. That joint's amazing. How that joint ends. Yeah. And so, I'll, I'll know in another fifteen. There, there it is. But hotel man, I was just like, yeah, I was, I was, and it's so funny because I know Jay, you had mentioned that, you know, you're like, hey, we should talk about it again now that it's done. And I understand exactly why you said it after reading it, where I was just like. Like this whole thing is like some crazy, like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like this joint is so good, yet so heinous that if it they made it into like some sort of like anthology series or something like that, I yeah. think I, I would have to watch it. I don't want to watch it because I don't want to see it. <laughs> in live action, like I don't want to see that stuff moving, but I think I have to watch it. And, and you know what's weird is that I was thinking similar thoughts when I read it, and I'm like, I don't think I want to see this anywhere else other than comics. Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain things in there that I think they'd have to tone down for other media, and it's like. They they just cop out because they either wouldn't want not even controversy it's like gratuitous in yeah. theory but it really just adds to the severity of the events and tonally you can get that in comics mm-hmm. in a movie the majority of people would think it's like oh this guy's just wants to show that yeah, yeah. right Plus, yeah no oh go ahead Jay I think effect wise. Like, issue four would be hard to do in live action. It'd be something they'd really have to work hard to. And it it might even have to be its own movie, uh, budget-wise. Yeah, so I think that is good for comics. Because in a comic book that's scary, in live action, it's such a hard effect to do that it might come out a little comical. Yeah, you know it, it's interesting well, you say that though because it is like, like what kind of came to mind for me was like almost like was Doom Patrol, and like some of the stuff they did there, and like, like that, like but obviously they're doing something completely different, and it's like it's not like Doom Patrol is like horror or anything like that. It it has some elements like some stuff that's like supposed to be a little bit you know more like scary, but it's definitely like doing something different. But I just kind of feel like from an effect standpoint, if Doom Patrol can do what it can do, I could I would think that from an effect standpoint, they might be able to pull it off. But you're right. Like it's one of these things where it has to it has to strike the exact right tone and look the way it needs to look in order to stay horror and as that, opposed to, you know, yeah. That's what I was gonna cut you off with. Is that <clears throat> Doom Patrol's cheesiness adds yeah. to its You're right. uh, tone of like being like the comic in a sense, right. you know? whereas this it would have to feel real, like you'd right. have to 
experience it like the characters. Yeah. And it fails. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's it's insane, man. It's just like and it's one of these things where it's like, you know, like, I mean, it was weird from issue one. But each issue kind of progressively gets a little bit stranger in regards to like what you're seeing and and how it's working out. And then it's just like issue four just takes it all home where I'm just like, oh, man, like what the hell? (laughs) I think one of the things I like the most about issue four is that it becomes apparent that you're the person being talked to. Mm -hmm. And so I know when I was reading it, I was like, why the fuck am I at this hotel? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is my story? Like, I don't, like, this is a terrible hotel where terrible things happen. Like, why am right. I? Right. Right. Well, listen. And that was like, I'm like, where am I going to get that comic of like the first person comic, you know, of this? <laughs> like, if anything, that could be the movie or the adaptation is like the you. Was it Hardcore Henry? Yeah. 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 Hotel. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I, I, this is one of those books that I found that came out during the pandemic back when we were doing the morning shows. And, and I like, I'm glad we came back. And thematically, it kind of goes, ties into watching Infinity Train too, because it's a similar thing. Like, people that are damaged and need to work their shit end up here. Mm-hmm. And then it also has the shining type living hotel thing. And I mean, that clown fucking pirate or whatever his name is, is a, is a badass. Oh, wait a minute. Is that the name of the clown? Yeah. It said in the first issue. Oh, dude, I'm gonna go back and read all those. <laughs> but it's not pronounced pirate. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But still, look, it's scarier. <laughs> but you know, I'm like, oh, dude. I was like, yeah. But no, I knew what you meant because you're like Perot. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, listen, I, it, it was just crazy, just because I was just like, like, it, it, and like that's the thing where the the details from issue to issue, and how like it it just feels like every issue does like a callback, and it's just like. Dude, like, and the like, way I just re- does it though, the way the final one does it. Oh, dude, it's amazing! It's amazing. I, re- I remember seeing this in the first issue, and yeah. then thinking, oh, it's just a creepy hotel. But yeah. even w- where they chose to put it in the first issue, right? You were so lost, yeah. You're just drawn into this world that, yeah, that you're like, oh, they're go- that's gonna pay off, and then you forget about it, yeah. Well, you see it in issue four, yeah. Like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, and that's like I think that's the beauty of it, where it's just like literally all these callbacks and things that you know, like I, I mean, any story, anyone that can tell me a story and show me something, and it feels as though it has significance in the story that they're telling me, and it's like it it has significance in that story, and then you tell me a different story or another piece of a story. And it makes me re-examine everything that I had seen before that, like where it's like, oh wow, like I thought it was significant because of this, and that felt right. 
But now I see that it's significant for a whole completely different reason. And it's like, and it still feels right. And it's just like, dude, like that kind of storytelling is amazing to me. Just because I feel like it's like, it's like almost like storytelling and like puzzle making at the same time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Where it's like, come on, man. Like you can't do that like on an off day. (laughs) you know so i'm just like cool yeah much much respect so five out of five yeah six 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 six. (laughs) oh i'm sorry it's still a shitty name though (laughs) it is though right oh only because you can't tell like the, the the what the book looks like and what the title of it actually is yeah. are different and that's yeah. that's messed up like from from like what it looks like on the cover is awesome but if you're like okay from a retail perspective we, for like oh. a week we thought it was called hell right right i wish i would have saved the picture to share it with you but <laughs> right but it's just like it's on our instagram at oh yeah forum Let's see. Like, I might be able to pull it up real quick, but it's just crazy oh, that no, no. you know. There's a video on Instagram that I posted with it. Oh, there's a video. Yeah, yeah. I made a little stinger. To oh, get to come watch us. Never mind then. Yeah. Uh, you go, go watch that. <laughs> go watch that, and I, then come back I, and watch I, this. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, you know, I bought it thinking it was hell, and the the hotel motif with hell kind of like. It's like watching, you know, Barton Fink for me. I'm mm-hmm. down. I'm in. And then it also has a little bit of the shining. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm in. I thought it was hell. And then now it's, it's hotel. Uh, right. Hotel. Right. It's like, and that's when we start thinking, you know, when by the time you read issue three and four, you're like, you know what? Like, you watch a show like American Horror Story, like, this is it. Like, this shit does a better job of tying in every character. Like, each one of these. Uh, maybe not a whole season each room, but it, you know, if it, maybe half a season. Um, but either way, it's still you can do a season of these four and then a season of another four or one, yeah. whatever you know, whatever the comic decides to do. And it's like they didn't do a good job of tying all the different stories around the same themes, like American Horror Story claims to do, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like a crossover between seasons, but it doesn't feel as fluid as this. Or as yeah. either either that shit's mad subtle <laughs> or it just fails at it. Right. But Hotel does it really well and it doesn't it doesn't do it in the in the way that it's like, oh, this is just gimmicky. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it just feels like natural. It. Yeah. It's definitely the- not one that you could read issue one and then read issue four and get the full enjoyment. <laughs> No, no, definitely not. And then the funny thing is, too, it's like, it's not even like it spells everything out for you either. Yeah, it's still it, abstract. <laughs> right, right. It just, you know, but you just get an experience and you're just like, well, that's what I experienced, you know. But I think that that's like, I mean, it's obviously on purpose, like Jay was saying, where you're like, you're kind of like a person at the hotel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're just like, well, and that what was- happened. <laughs> I remember when we talked about the first issue or two issues. That was one of the things. Like it felt like one of those cri- tales from the Crypt comics, where like mm-hmm. 
you have the guy in between each segment telling you about it. But instead of three per issue, you just get one per issue. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I like who would play that guy in, in an adaptation? The but the Bellman. Yeah. Yeah. The head you know, I don't know, man. Like yeah, the the guy at the front desk. I don't know. Like. It would, yeah, but you definitely want somebody that has like a little bit of a gravity to him. You yeah, know what I'm saying like weight it doesn't have to be like you know super super you know deep, but yeah. definitely just when they talk, you have to listen. Yeah, John Torturo, it is. Okay, I like it. We can, we can do that. <laughs> so cool, man. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah, yeah. What are you? Did you all want to rate it real quick? Uh, I'll say five. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to go different, I think. I just like the art's it. on point. Like, not one bad panel. Yeah. Yeah. Story yeah. and pacing's all on point. Mm-hmm. Covers are good. That fucking Axel Alonso's a beast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's your company. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. It's uh yeah, it's really interesting, man. It's really interesting. Uh I did keep thinking like, man, did Larry shit himself here? <laughs> Dude, there was definitely some panels where cuz I mean, I, honestly, it's just it's one of these things where you know, comics I can do horror comics because I feel a bit more in control of what's happening. Like, you know, it's like obviously like like, but there was definitely some points where I was like, you know, hesitating to turn a page, you know, because I'm like, oh, what I'm about to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I'm about to see, you turn it, it's like, oh, okay. Like, you know, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, obviously it's like, I don't get, there's no such thing as a jump scare in a comic. Like the page turn is the closest you get. And, you know, it, it because I feel like I control that, it makes me feel a little bit better. But it's definitely some messed up stuff, man. And just like some, like, I'll be thinking about things from Hotel Tonight when I'm in, in my bed. Reading off. No. What? <laughs> no. Reading off demons. Baby demons that want to suckle from you. No, please. Um, please uh, now, I remember you bringing up Jump Spirit. I think you brought it up when we reviewed issue one, too, where. It actually had a jump scare for you when yeah. you first saw that demon baby. Oh, the demon baby was terrible. Yeah. And then you see it again here from yeah. a different perspective. Now it's yeah. not a jump scare thing, but I'm like, oh, there's that demon baby, Larry. Is a freak. Yeah. But the demon baby thing was terrible though. Yeah. It's like literally all big. And, like, and then you see the conclusion of that too. Yeah, yeah. Was it was- I wanted to see that when I reviewed issue one, and now it paid off in issue four. Exactly. And it's like, it's so funny because there's so many, like, so many different things that happen at at, at issue one where you're just like, you're like, so what's that? Like, I guess we'll figure that out next issue. Yeah. And you're right. Like, it's like, and some of that stuff happens and some of that stuff doesn't. And you're just like, wait, what? Like, but it's, it's really, it's really well done. Just like very masterful. And I'm just like, man, I, I I like it a lot. Like, it deserves a lot more credit and a lot more, um, 
it, it deserves to be pumped up much more than that book has been, as far as I know. Like, I, I've, I, the only people I know that are talking about it so far are us. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, I, I definitely will uh, sing high praises throughout the masses and just be like, hey, you know, which I, I feel like for me, especially, like, if, I'm, if I go out and start telling people about this horror book, they're going to be like, horror? <laughs> <laughs> Like you're recommending horror? Why would you like you know like uh, there could be like half the people that be like, well, if you say it, then I have to read it, and the other half is like, why would I listen to you about horror? <laughs> Probably not scary. It's like okay, oh, you get to that demon life. baby. <laughs> yeah, man, it's messed up, but yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Okay, it's time for us to get out of here, gents. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, um. Jay, you want to hit us with some final thoughts? Sure. Um, uh, our part one of our Calamity of a Zombie Girl review is up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that down. How's that? Uh, That's good. Okay, so part one of our Calamity of a Zombie Girl review is up on YouTube. Uh, part two is coming on Sunday. And I know how to censor titties now. So maybe that'll come up in the future. Okay. <laughs> Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I want to thank. Uh, damn it. All right, there uh, I want to thank a fellow YouTuber, Sam the Cooking Guy. He sent me a knife. Here it is. This damn. Cuts a lot of shit. <laughs> it's a cooking knife, and it, it it's real, real, really sharp coming out of the package. I just got it today, and uh, yeah, it, it splits hairs. I'll tell you that. I shaved with it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yes, I'm the cooking guy. Card up here in post production. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to point the same way you did. It took me a long time. Sorry. Uh, real quick too. Quick shout out. I want to shout out uh Lucas. Lucas Ackerman, Art of Lucas. He sent me this shirt, which is awesome. Just so you you know you go check it out yeah. real quick. But it's basically uh, Wolverine and Jubilee um, re re or basically doing that Outcast cover or the cover of that the Outcast co cover for uh, Sequimini, if I'm not mistaken, right? Stankonia. Stankonia. Can't uh, remember which one. I feel like it's Stankonia. It is Stankonia. You're right. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank Who you, does go hip hop now, Larry? Call back to the beginning of the show. <laughs> Moses Moses doesn't think hip hop's real music. I I never said that. I oh. know. <laughs> but yeah, I like it. So thank you, Lucas. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, hit us in the comments. Go to fantasticforum.live. Tell us what it is you think about the show, what you want us to talk about, what you didn't like. Give us a thumbs up, like, subscribe, do all that joint. This is Fantastic Forum. Uh, yeah, and we'll be back next week. Later.